Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. All right, Joseph, it is May 24th. Yeah. Soon to be May 25th. Right. How time works. We talked about this all the time. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so yeah, we got a bunch of stuff here. You want? To yeah. Just, uh, before we get into it, you we'll just talk about what we have in the list, and then we'll all right. Yeah, I, I, I well, we have a few things to cover first, but once we get going, we're going to talk about the uh, two movies. We're going to talk about the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, I think it's called Honor Amongst Thieves or something. Yep. Um, and we're talking about Shazam Fury of the Gods, which was the, the sh- yeah, the sequel. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, Shazam, the <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal movie from the 90s, right? And then we're going to have about three minutes of feedback and eight minutes of awkward silence to celebrate the Meatball Ron launch on <laughs> Twitter Spaces. <laughs> uh, we won't do it, we'll actually just talk about it. Um, yeah. and then we're going to talk about Tim Scott's launch. We're going to talk about Trump's ongoing campaign. Uh, we're going to talk about cases. Yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, Target, uh, the uh, the department. I guess it's a department store, Target, um, and uh, how they've kind of capitulated to you know 0.05 percent of the population that's really worked up over uh, trans uh, stuff. Um, bending over for them. Yeah, that's it's. That's pretty disappointing. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Florida book bans. Uh, I read so, an interesting article about the Florida book bans today. I had some stuff I wanted to talk about with that. Uh, and then with the, the stuff that kind of came along with that in Florida, which is, again, more of the trans bans stuff um, and the way some people are protesting it. Then we're going to talk about Daniel Penny, uh, noted woke individual Daniel Penny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you mean subway hero? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we're talking about uh, Lauren Bobert's Christian singer boyfriend, who uh, she's getting her fuck on with. Yeah, right, right. But first, we we're going to talk about um, a couple of people that had passed away. T- Tina Turner passed away today, and um, what is the other guy? Ray? Is it Ray Stevens? Ray, St- Ray this Stevenson? guy? Yes, yeah, Ray Stevenson. He was he was in the. Uh, new upcoming Star Wars uh, show, and he's he's been in a bunch of other things. But, How old was um, Tina Turner? She was born in she's like eighty four or something. Oh wow, it's interesting. I feel like I haven't seen her in like in the line, in the public for like a very long time. Well, I I looked today. She moved to and became a citizen of Switzerland. Oh, that's where she passed away too. Was in Switzerland. Oh wow. Um, I, I don't know when she moved there, but you're right. She hasn't been around like forever. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I used to see, like, I don't, like, I think she, you know, I think she would show up at like an award show or yeah. something. And, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't healthy, you know, stuff happens. Sometimes they, you know, or they just are done. They don't want to do anything anymore. They're like, yeah. Maybe she was just living her best life in Switzerland. And was oh, like, you, ever, all that. you, saw, you ever see like a couple months ago, like a photo leak of like Gene Hackman? Just guys like 90 years old. He was like mm. driving a car. He actually looks pretty <laughs> good for his age. And he was just like, I don't know, going to yeah. art or something. And they were like, holy shit, it's Gene Hackman. Because the guy hasn't like been right. 
he he stopped acting like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Maybe Jack Nicholson like stopped acting in like mid 2000s. Yeah. And he finally made his first like public appearance really was he's always famous for sitting at the yeah, LA, Lakers, game. Uh, Lakers game. He's always at that seat. And I guess maybe he wasn't there for a while or something. There was like an awesome picture of him that showed up online and people were like making fun of it. And people were like, dude, the guy's like 85 years old. Yeah. Looks great. Lucky <laughs> look like that at 85. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Cause he looked like he just woke up or whatever, but like, yeah, maybe he did. Maybe exactly. I hope to be alive at eighty-five. You know, it's like, yeah. like it's. Uh, but I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like super knowledgeable of Tina Turner's music. I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with like the story with Ike and like, yep. kind of yeah. abusive, like piece of garbage, and yeah, kind of made her own career. And uh, there's the Mad Max movie where she. Oh yeah. Uh, she says to Malcolm, you could shovel pig shit. <laughs> I I didn't know much about Tina Turner either, other than um, and this is funny, I was talking to like a random stranger on Facebook the other day about this. Uh in like 84, 85, there seemed to have been a bunch of albums that like crossed genres, like Tears for Fears, Songs from the Big Chair came out, I think, in, like, 85. And I remember I had, like, hardcore metal friends. Like, like you know, pretty rock and roll metal guys. They liked Tears for Fears. And I had, like, pop friends and country friends. Like, everyone liked Tears for Fears. It was a real big crossover record. And the um, Tina Turner album, What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, no, I'm sorry, Private Dancer, was that kind of album. I mean, everyone liked it. I, I was super yeah. into like punk and maybe new wave. And, you know, I was like already kind of like a little gatekeeper, you know, and, and real like. And a key master too. Real rigid about my music. Yeah, but then like, then, then Tina Turner's album came out and I loved it. I thought it was great. And I bought a copy and it was really good. Uh, and then the other big memory I have of Tina Turner is I worked at a drug and alcohol rehab center for like three or four years in Portland, Oregon. And they had a list of movies that were appropriate to show. And What's Love Got to Do With It was one of like 12 movies that we could show. And so I must have seen that movie like 7,000 times. <laughs> and it was always a big hit. And um, that's that. Plus I didn't walk- even realize she died first because somebody posted a video of like her being interviewed by Mike Wallace. Mm. And he's like, it's at her estate in Chad, an estate in southern France. Nice. And he was visiting her there. This is, looks like it's probably like the 90s. Or, and Mike Wallace says, You feel like you deserve all this? And Tina Turner responds, I deserve more. And I think that's right. <laughs> But I like, I wrote, I said, Imagine if one of these guys asked Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos the same question. Yeah. They she, never would. She deserves it. She makes art that people love, that yeah. people pay money for. She should get as much money as possible. And the fact that, and if she is living like that, that means her music must sell so well that someone else is living even better than her. You know what I mean? Like if she is making that much money from her music, that means that other people like higher ups and in in, uh, record labels and whatever media, they're making tons of money. They yeah. might be making even more than her. And it just yeah. and it, that pro that means she was selling so many fucking records 
that she could live the way she was living. And, but I think it's interesting that Mike Wallace, like, I, I get like probably from the perspective, like, sure, you, like you deserve all this. Like, it, it, it may not, I don't like, is it like a loaded question? Is it like racist or misogynistic? I don't, I don't want to say yes, it is. I, but it's like, go ask that question to like, uh, Lee Iacocca back then, or right, like, ask that right. question to like, uh, yeah, like whoever the, Ted Turner, you know what I mean? Like back then. I mean, like they never would. They never would ask these people that question. Yeah. No, you're you're 100% right. I wonder too, like a lot of, because Tina Turner, I just looked it up. Tina Turner started performing in the late 50s. Um, And so, you know, there was still like a lot of segregation going on. And that was like a big, you know, the civil rights. Wasn't she also like, besides getting like, I guess, being physically abused or attacked by Ike. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't he, like, also, like, stealing her money or some shit, too? Yeah, there was a bunch of, like, financial stuff with that. Um, I know that, um, obviously, she she became really wealthy later on. Uh, but I, it doesn't surprise me that she moved out of the United States. You know, I mean, like, she was probably pretty put out by, like, all that stuff that had happened and it's kind of endemic in our culture and stuff. A famous woman from like the twenties and she lived in France. Nina Simone. Was that her? Are you sure? Are you, well, Nina Simone sang and that's she's buried in, in that, uh, that, uh, that famous cemetery over there. I saw her grave when I was over there. Was uh, I, I swore it was a different name. It could have been. There's, I mean, there, there were several. The the Paris was actually a huge, had a huge black community. It wasn't Nina Simone. It's another. This is like, and it, and she wasn't that old. This is a woman that was like active in like turn of the century. She got famous, oh. and I think she mm. died seventies or whatever. They made a movie about her. She's kind of famous for like, unfortunately, like the. Um, today's world would be depicted as kind of racist but she's like dancing and she has like a banana skirt oh yeah i okay you're right this is a, yeah um let me see if i could um gosh that was a while ago yeah a while ago like a hundred years ago well i read i read a book not too long ago called i think the, the stone face and a lot of it was about how um in paris there's a really thriving black community um because the french had a little more progressive view of race at the at the time uh well they didn't have slavery when like there's a i remember watching some movie and like it had nick nolte playing thomas jefferson and he brings his slaves over there and they tell him straight up like these are not slaves here yeah they're we don't have slavery here they did get the French did do a number on Haiti though, and then got their asses hand to them. So right, they're not like they're not like entirely. Uh, no, no, they're not perfect in any way. But I mean, they're in the United States. Yeah, no, they I took in like turn of the eighteen hundred, seventeen hundred. It was a you know they didn't have slavery. It's a, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking. I mean, yeah, colonialism's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. It is interesting. And then obviously there's a difference between like the average person in a country and that country's um, politics and and, and whatnot. Um, But Tina Turner was just crazy influential. 
and um josephine baker wait oh yeah okay josephine baker that's who it is like yeah. she got big like in france you know and she was respected there yeah to a point i mean compared to like united states right probably was well, the like french a have a, quality of life you know yeah the french have a long history of uh respecting art that's not appreciated elsewhere like the the jerry work of jerry lewis, lewis. <laughs> that's always been like a weird thing with jerry lee lewis i'm like is that true they really oh no it's just right it's regular jerry lewis not jerry lee lewis no not not the not the guy who married a 13 year old cousin just the guy he went finally yeah exactly yeah <laughs> the guy who who guilted us for 30 years with his telephone <laughs> god yeah well, anyway, so so Tina Turner did pass away. She has like a, a famous moment here in the Dallas area that remember the big kind of old uh, iconic hotel in downtown Dallas, the Statler. I think so. Uh, you would recognize it if you saw it. It was like it's big and giant. It looks like it could be in Vegas. Uh, okay. And um, uh, it's kind of near near that um, AT&T Plaza the discovery okay. plaza or whatever anyway that's where she broke up with ike for the last time she broke wow. up with him at that hotel so cool tina turner history there <laughs> well tina turner history i mean like i said i just find it interesting i don't remember her being in the limelight in like decades i feel like that movie angela bassett played her or something like that uh that sounds right yeah and uh what's his face played uh ike turner um was it Jeez, I do Morpheus not know. Morpheus from uh oh uh, was it? Was that um I swore it. Yeah, let me now I gotta look up. Yeah, the movie called What's Love Got to Do with It? Uh yeah, the movie is called What's Love Got to Do with It. Let me look it up. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. on her Wikipedia page. They talk about her breaking up with Ike at the Statler. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne played her abusive husband. That's right, yeah. Well, I mean, she was a legend and, uh, you know, rest in peace. I don't really know. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know her, like, catalog or claim to be an expert anyway. It's just that's a I feel like growing up, you would just hear about her all the time. Like, yeah. And she was a great singer and influential. So she was I one just, of those. Yeah, she was a cross, cross genre hit. And she was also kind of like a cross generational hit, like maybe Springsteen and the Rolling Stones and a few others where like you liked them and your parents liked them you know there weren't a ton of artists like that but right i think i know what you mean it's like that's a that could be kind of rare where yeah. you know you know that's how me and my son are with guar you know yeah, right <laughs> or cross-generational you know well that's actually not like a terrible example kiss might be a better example or something but like like conceivably conceivably my dad could have liked Kiss, I could have liked Kiss, and my I kid could have liked like Kiss. When we were younger, if you and your parents weren't to the same music, that was much rarer than that is today. True, true. Like, we grew up with the music that parents didn't like. Right, but yeah. our kids like kind of almost the same kind of music. Yeah. So don't think that it had, like, you know, it's like when I grew up, we had, you know, I remember going to like a friend's house and the parents would be playing doo-wop all the time. Right. I didn't yeah. hate it, but it's not something I, that's 
definitely, you know, it's a specific sound from the 50s. Yep. Not cross-generational at all. I mean, you might appreciate it, but no. I feel like today, parents, most kids have parents who grew up in the late, you know, 80s, 90s, and even fuck early 2000s. Mm. They're going to be listening to the same fucking music, even though early 2000s, I feel like that's like the worst music ever. That's like Limp Biscuit ever. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but again, I just think that whole like cross generational music thing is not as big of a deal now as True. it was because I feel like. But Tina Turner was definitely that. Like it was rarer I... back then to have cross generational music. Yeah, and when I when I was playing like the Private Dancer album. My dad was like, "Oh, is that that's Tina Turner?" You know, like it stunned him that a music that music he had listened to like twenty years earlier was recognizable and relevant at that time in the eighties or something. So it's cool. Yeah. All right. So someone else passed away, sadly. Uh, yeah, this guy has been in like he's just one of these act working actors who's been around. He had his biggest push around the time of uh, when he was in Rome. That oh movie, yeah, yeah. Rome on HBO. It was okay. I mean, I knew people who, like loved that show. I thought it was all right. It only lasted like two seasons. He's just one of these people who's been like popping up and stuff for a long time. Some nothing good, and lots of other good movies. Like, I mean, he played Volstag and Thor, probably a forgettable character. Yeah, like they never really did the Warriors Three justice in the Thor. No. Um, they he he played the Punisher. Yeah, Punisher I had completely forgotten that. Well, when you that's told actually, me he had passed away. That's an interesting Punisher movie. That one is like an un underrated movie because, like, anyone remembers. The, I always loved the Dolph Lundgren one. I feel it, yep, it was terrible, but it, I loved it. And I always thought Dolph Lundgren was like great as the Punisher, but they didn't put the fucking skull on his shirt. Yeah, it How seems do you like not such do a... that. It's like. This is the cheapest fucking thing. You just gotta take a silk screen and fucking put it on a shirt. Like, yeah. I forgot yeah. someone talked to me about that and said that he thinks that there's this guy that I know, and he said to me recently because we were talking about that. And he said to me that he thinks that because it was like the 80s that it was that demonic satanic panic show. Oh, could be. Have a, but I'm like, what? We had like Hellraiser and shit back then already. You know, yeah, but they might have like, been. This is, a, it's not like, the Punisher was a character that uh, is Spider-Man. It's right. The Punisher kills people. Like he's a violent, he's a violent vigilante. Yeah. You know? Like he's not. You don't like Spider-Man's a different kind of character. He's like lovable. I guess is the word best sure. word I can use to describe it. Punisher has never been that. So I don't know if I buy that. But who the fuck knows? I could see also at the same time. Like yeah, maybe they were skittish uh then there's the thomas jane one which mm -hmm. had the skull but it wasn't very good and it took place in florida tampa yeah way, weird very odd yeah very odd. it wasn't that was movie. a i remember when that came out that was such a weird i was like i they it's like i remember the reason why because so many movies took place in like new york so mm -hmm. your movies so i guess they wanted to make it like different but like so then just put it in like Philly or Chicago. Yeah. No, let's it's, do let's do Tampa, Florida. Yeah, it was just a really odd fit. Even Miami would have been a better fit. Have you, you know seen I mean? but then the Ray Stevenson one came out 
And it was just kind of glossed over. They had a fan, uh, this female director who did it. She had a big movie she did before. It was about like soccer hooligans. Yeah. Uh, I I saw that. I saw it like on TV. The, uh, what was it? Warzone, Punisher Warzone. Yeah. Um, and I remember liking it just fine, thinking it was better than. He played uh, a very straight up like just the punisher they yeah. weren't trying to human make him human he was just a guy who fucking just killed criminals and it wasn't just like punished people yeah just punished um, him. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do today but he had punish. a he had a big role coming up where he was playing this like i don't know it's so funny i remember the guy right cody from uh some more news he made a a joke about it because like in the Ahsoka trailer dropped and it was him Ray Stevenson was revealed to play this kind of like older possibly Sith Lord yeah woman too this female like uh might be like his apprentice or whatever but the big thing was they have orange lightsabers they're not yeah. red right they're orange so what does that mean are like they Sith? the gray order they <laughs> I forgot what he said. He just said something that was very dismissive of the whole like theory of colors. It was like, <laughs> like yeah, they're orange. Who cares? Like, right. but now because they the, like the lightsaber whole thing is like the reason why the Sith one is red because it like it's corrupting the crystal. Like, yeah. like, like someone has to die or something. Like, there's like a it makes it more impactful. Like, there's a reason why it's red. You can't just make a. You can't just make normally make a red lightsaber. Yeah. Whatever. But <laughs> orange. What is this? This is the Fanta yeah. version. Right. <laughs> orange, orange, orange Julius. <laughs> We've yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it is weird. I don't know what they're gonna do with that role for this well, guy. I mean, um, he completed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they he gets killed in the end, or they plan on making him like the next big bad i don't know like if his character survives the series to begin with yeah but he he was playing like some who the hell knows i mean it sucks he was only 58 that's yeah i think he was born in 64 or something i looked he was he was not that old he died or uh like a big dude i don't know i could just he looked like he was in good shape um let's see uh ray stevenson and his film death uh no cause of death has been revealed but he was reportedly rushed to the hospital while set filming on something called like ischia or something um i don't know i don't know i mean he looks like he's in good shape and and i never heard any like usually like even if they don't know they'll kind of hint around they'll say something like no drugs were found and they'll say that when they mean like it was totally drugs. Yeah, I always uh, find that interesting. Like, wait, what do you what do you mean no drugs? <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't they, I, they don't like if someone passes away, say, you know, neither live boys nor dead hookers were found at the scene. Like he totally did not die of erotic uh or right. No, sir, he did not. Wait, yeah. What? Why are you saying that? Oh, we just want to get that out of the way, make sure you're aware that's not how this person yeah, died. Exactly. So, but there's nothing like that in any not, of the reports. He did not die in the Taiwanese whorehouse. Right. Wait, what? He was miles from the nearest bordello. Miles. <laughs> we want to make sure you. 
This yeah, so not die of a heroin overdose. Hey. Um, yeah, so he uh he there's no anything. It's just like he got rushed to the hospital and died. Usually, honestly, like he should just a heart attack. That's yeah, I, I always I often see um like it was an undiagnosed medical condition that led to a heart attack. That that cool um artist, I liked him a ton. Um Richard Salas. Uh he was like a uh, comic artist. He he was the guy who years ago did Invisible Hands that was okay. on. All right. Anyway, he he died like oh, three years ago or something. Um, and I had pre-ordered this book. He passed away as I was waiting for his last then last book to be delivered. So um, yeah, right. Uh, but um, for years, they didn't release uh, Cause of Death. And eventually someone came out and said, yeah, he had like an undiagnosed problem with a heart valve and he just he had a heart attack and died. Nothing like Frank Kozik. You know who Frank Kozik is? He just died. Famous poster artist. He did like the Mel- okay. that, that famous Melvin's cover. Just look oh, up Frank okay. Kozik. You've seen, you've seen. Yeah. I think he did a Nirvana album or posters for Nirvana. Just one of those guys who like, he was only 61, but like old enough to be one of those guys like yeah. early on in the that game of like the music posters and getting yep. the artists for those bands in the beginning of their careers. And like, yeah, I, I'm looking um, at his stuff now. Posters. I've seen like a ton of these. Uh, and he just he just died like a week ago. He was only wow. 61. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, let's not talk about the same word. <laughs> no, all right. So anyway, let's let's move on well, to happier things. R.I.P. Tina Turner, R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. Yep. R.I.P. Uh, Dalton, uh, Rick Dalton from the Once Upon a Time. Real quick, uh, Quentin Tarantino announced that Rick Dalton, Leonardo DiCaprio character from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's the name of the movie, right? Yep. Yes. He decided to announce that Rick Dalton passed away at the age of 90 recently. Um, okay. I, I, it threw me off for a minute. I was like thinking when I saw that, I'm like, wait. Wait, what? Like that name sounds familiar. Should I know his body of work? And they mentioned like Bounty Law, whatever the fake show he was on. Yeah. And it's like, what a weirdo. Like, I just want to announce that the fictional character from my movie yeah. just passed away at the age of 90. Well, I read, what is it called? Oh, Cinema Speculation. Quentin Tarantino wrote a book, came out earlier this year, and I read it. And it's like basically 12 essays. And they each address a specific film. They're all about feet. <laughs> he, he, um, yes, the first chapter is called This Little Piggy Went. No, um, the, the, uh, they're all about different movies. And this dude thinks about movies fucking nonstop. It does not stun me at all to, to hear that he is still thinking about these characters and what they're doing. I mean, that, that's like, oh, yeah. I this- mean, the guy was like worked at a video store. Like, yeah. He, 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 even if you don't like him, reading him talk about movies is just like he's really like great. The, he is like, I like when I find out the people who are involved heavily in creative actually like, yes, doing. there's there's a lot you like media, uh, politics, um art or anything like that some of these people just fall into jobs and then you talk to them you find out like they don't even give a fuck 
yeah. about the properties they're working on. They don't give a shit about like, like it's one thing to be like a fanatic and I'm like that and you can't see outside of something. But like it's another thing where I just like I so I find it like I respect Tarantino because he is genuinely a movie nerd. Yeah, like, that's it. There's a difference between a fanatic and someone who loves something. You know, like this Tarantino loves movies. He just he loves them. You know, and and like uh, I like any anybody who really loves something. It's going to be interesting to hear. You know, well, I mean, you, like you see it in his work because he. I mean, he, the guy lifts things. He's like a. I mean, all yeah, yeah. really just remixes of like old movies yep. from the seventies and shit. It's and like that's fine because yeah. he he. It's like. He's good at it, and he's talented, and he ends up making something new out of it and making his own voice. But yeah, yeah, I, I watch this guy on TikTok, James Ward, who talks about books. He's amazing, uh, and he said that to be really great, you have to reference the great things that came before you. Like, and I really stuck in my head because I was like, well, I thought like being original was better, and he and his premise was like, no. This is like you have to engage in a conversation that's been going on for years, you know, and Tarantino jumps in and he talks to those earlier movies and he references them. And he's part of that ongoing and dialogue. He's, he's responsible for like jumpstarting, so re-jumpstarting oh, people's careers. Like Jackie Chan became a household name because of Oh, it. yeah. So many. Uh, Jackie uh, Chan never even starred in an actual Tarantino movie. That's the joke. Yeah, that's funny. He never actually had him in a movie, but he just loved him so much, and he like put out those movies, and it just like opened up that guy's career, and he became like a household name. Like I yeah. knew Jackie Chan was for years, right? He, he just was like a bunch of low budget like movies from Hong Kong, or like well, he resurrected uh, Travolta. Yeah, you know, I mean he he yeah he's contributed quite a bit. Oh. Um. But okay, like I remember even like in licensing when I worked in that, I and I would like a lot of the properties and I would want to work on them. But I, I knew people like they didn't give a fuck. They could give yeah. a shit about this stuff. They don't even care. I remember talking to my boss about it. And he was like, he's like, we're talking about being his butthead. And he was like, I know he's like, I never watched one episode of it ever. Mm -hmm. like, really? He's like, no. He's like, all I need to know is that the one character says fire. <laughs> bunch of times and <clears throat> like they're dumb yeah well he really got to the heart of it he really i mean he really got to the heart of it is a sh pretty shallow show but like i just was blown away by it. like you didn't even watch like one episode just to like yeah. curiosity of like for giggles like i always thought that was weird i mean i i think he was lying to me <laughs> could have been there's a new move before we move on. Beavis and Butthead's back. Okay. Uh, Paramount. I've been watching these with my son. And like, they there's two different shows they technically do. There's one with them when they're younger. Mm -hmm. And there's another one where if the characters actually aged from 1993. Okay. Premiere, they would be in their... 40s or 50s already yeah it's scary they'd be like in their late 40s and you see them they do episodes of them that middle age yeah and it's funny and depressing yeah i could i could imagine that being a good mix yeah it's funny and depressing like i can't even 
there's like one recently that was like bothered me. It was like upsetting. They lived in this house and they wanted beer. They're, just, they're still dumb. That's like a joke. Yeah. Um, oh, butthead's like all fat now and bald. It's really funny. Beavis kind of looks the same. He's like missing a tooth, but like still like kind of still yeah. pop belly. There's this, they they live in like a some kind of affordable housing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's how they even could afford rent or whatever. And this guy tricks them says i'll buy you beer if you come out and speak because i want to get rid of this property and they're like we're gonna get rid of this and the joke is they end up becoming homeless <laughs> in the end because they help this guy get rid of their housing yeah so that they could he can buy it up knock it down put oh up like God. expensive apartments and then the end of the episode they have no place to live and i'm just like this is depressing yeah that <laughs> so actually probably too. has happened <laughs> what that probably has happened, like in Florida. Like, but the next episode, they had a house, so clearly there's no actual consequences. Right. <laughs> there's no continuity. Perfect. <laughs> so, oh, all right. Let's all right. So, uh, uh, what? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the first the first movie we were going to talk about, like uh, legit, was the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is on Paramount Plus, right? Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. What do you think? I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't. No, like I kind of want to watch it again. I'm like, did it do a good job establishing this world? And I don't know if it, like, I enjoyed it. I like the characters and the band. Right. I felt like I told you, I said, like, it kind of is like done in a way where it makes it feel like it's a bunch of friends getting together to play the game. Yes. Um, everyone's everyone's enjoyable in it. The effects are decent. Some of it's a little CGI-ish, but it's fine. A little cartoonish looking, but I don't mind it. It still looked good. I love the fat dragon. The fat dragon made me crap. I love yeah, that. that was funny. Obese dragon. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, but like, I don't know if it like did a good job establishing this well, universe. Like, it seemed a little scattered. It did. Um, like, I thought they did a decent job. Like, there were scenes where. Like you had to kind of know who the red red wizards were. I guess they're kind of like Sith lords to some degree. Yeah, they're and, clearly like this bad guy group. In this yeah, world. even yeah. even the bad guys don't quite like the the red wizards. Um, I and, love uh, though they're the he has a was you Grant's character as a red wizard character uh, that he works with this woman. Yeah, and she tries to hide it by being green. Having a yeah. green outfit, but she's still like creepy and bald, and it's yeah. like no one's like, "Hey, what's up with your uh, <laughs> your wizard? Is that just like like a red wizard in green?" No, no, it's not. It's yeah. Uh, well, they did like, a good they did a good job by kind of they sprinkled things in the beginning where he was like doing a job and he was working for red wizards which were clearly ominous and the red wizards blade is deadly i mean like they yeah they like his wife's death i yeah. like the recaps were good i like the whole scene with the when they're recapping and because they're like i guess they've been in prison for like two years or something yeah. and they're on um uh, almost like i don't know what they call that again parole or what is yeah it? they're going up for parole yeah yeah i like the dragon head person and i love they're waiting for this one character and they see right. the window and spoilers we're gonna spoil this movie yeah at the end of the movie you <laughs> has been in jail for like a year and he's a up one year a- what yeah one year yeah yeah 
and he's up for parole, and he grabs that same uh, bird guy, except I guess they learn from their lesson, and they put a brick wall so no one could... He ends up smashing into the brick wall, and that poor bird person is just like... Yeah. It was weird. I I will say... um, it reminded me, and it—I mean this in the in a really good way. It reminded me of the movies I used to see as a kid, where they kind of came and went, and they weren't a big deal, and they were just good, fun movies, and no one would mistake them for fine art. But I liked it. I liked. The I like the bunch. way they established backstories on the characters. Yeah, I liked uh, what's her face. Uh, I, I call it the Fast and Furious actress. Michelle Rodriguez, yeah, she yeah, was really good at this. She's been in so much other stuff, but she was great in that. And I like that you find out her like boyfriend is like, I don't know, like a hobbit. He's like a hobbit, yeah. And, he's and then played she sees by, like he was played by what's his face? He was the voice of Rocket Raccoon. It was a, it's like a famous actor, Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, I'm like Bradley Cooper for like a three minute role, and then. Funny. Then the next time she sees like a hobbit later on in the movie, she's like checking yeah. him out. Like she's well, even he he had another giant woman. Yeah. Okay. They basically are like the snoo snoo women from Futurama. Yeah. And that's basically what's going on there. That's funny. <laughs> but it was the... snoo snoo. How do you it... death by snoo snoo? Yeah. It was just a really good kind of fun movie. Um but... I depth. I the cast was amazing. Yeah, All of them were really good. I like the uh the girl who like morphs. I uh, like that. Yep. That's played by uh, she was in it. She was the main oh, role okay. it. And she was on that show that don't that didn't get renewed. It was like based on a graphic novel where she has like powers and they didn't renew it. It was on Netflix. It was oh yeah. Um not the name of it. Something like I don't want to be here. We did an episode about that. Yeah. Uh, we did do a whole episode on that. Yeah, that was a great series. Um, Speaking of Netflix, that show's coming back soon. The one, uh, something, I always get the name of it wrong. Hmm. Um, that The hot dog suit and the guy. Oh, I think you should leave. Yeah, I think you should leave. It's coming back in, and in like next week. I rewatched all of those. I rewatched all of those about a week ago. They're so good. Corn They're also TV. good. Yeah, that's probably the best. Coffee um, flop. One of, my, one of my favorites is the the driver's ed teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I still think the one with him when he, he's all enthused and he gets in like the makeup and then he's like encased in it and it's so gross and he, it's like so heavy. Yeah. He's like, I don't even want to be here. That's he, so he sad. Gets all, <laughs> he gets all depressed and it's like. <laughs> Did you see the one? What is it? CalicoCutPants.com. Did you see that one? I remember that. That was a good one. Uh, but back to D&D. Yes. The part where Chris Pines is fate, they're doing like a weird hologram. And oh, yeah. That part's great. That reminded me of like the two week scene from uh, Total Recall. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. There were no beholders in the movie. No, uh, someone's. Those like crazy eyeball monsters with yep. like little eyes or something. I don't know. That's a cool. Like I said, I just. I don't know if it did well enough that there'll be a sequel. I would like to see more movies in this. I just. I don't know. Like I said, my only issue with it, I just feel like, is I don't know if, like, it's cool and, and like, as someone who's probably, it, like, even if you never played D&D, but you watched, like, all the Lord of the Rings movies and you watch Game of Thrones and everything like that, you might be familiar with, like, fantasy elements of that type right. of stuff that this movie could make sense for you. 
but I just think like from like the, I don't know they make all these movies to make more like you don't the goal is yeah to make one of this movie the goal is we are going to this is going to be a franchise like we plan on right. having another one I don't know if another one will get made I'm not sure but I would like to I think I like the characters and everything they did make a Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out like in 99 or 2000 there's been like two or three of them okay there's the bullshit mazes and monsters that is not a Dungeons and Dragons movie that's a satanic panic movie actually yeah no and I saw that as a kid and they that star Tom Tom Hanks Hanks. yeah yeah and that movie scared me as a kid it was like almost like they were making like like Dungeons and Dragons was like a cult, right? And they right. played into the negativity that was being pushed for years. There's a reason why it took years for Dungeons and Dragons. Hollywood wouldn't even touch it. Yeah. Because all these psychos like turn saying that like people playing D were like Satanist and you know it's that whole satanic panic bullshit. And it it killed that's why Lord of the Rings was a big deal when it came out in 2000 because that bullshit. Like Hollywood not would not touch fantasy stuff really. Yeah. No, I um, I but what's that the is other true. one? They made one in ninety-nine or two thousand, had Jeremy Irons, uh Marlon Waynes was in it. it I was, think like, there's been a couple. Let me see. Dungeons and Dragons, I'm gonna say movies. Uh let me just see if there's a... there was a cartoon series and they uh, that I remember growing up, that was cool. And they referenced all those characters when they're in the maze. Yeah, that, that weird maze in the end of the movie. You see this other group with like that's other, right. It's like a barbarian and everything like that. Those were the characters from the Dozen Dragons cartoon. That came God, out that's funny. I did not. Yeah, catch it was that. really funny. Like they were like a they had all different groups, and I was like, oh, that's like they didn't talk or anything. That but you saw them on their little quest too. Yeah, it was really funny. Okay, so here are the Dungeons and Dragons movies. There's Dungeons and Dragons in 2000. Yep. Then there's, Birch, uh, yep. then there's Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God, which came out in 2005. That must have been like a straight to DVD or something. And then that. there was Dungeons and Dragons 3, The Book of Vile Darkness. Again, probably another straight to Direct DVD. to DVD yeah. uh, was the third one. And the second one was also direct to DVD. They would do that a lot. They would take movies that like were they did okay in the theater. The name got out there enough, but they didn't warrant like sequels that right. were profitable, so they would make these like straight like they did that like the Scorpion King, they made a whole uh, bunch yep. of Scorpion King DVDs. Rock had nothing to do with them or anything. Like the movie was like okay, it wasn't like it didn't like change anything and they i remember they made a whole bunch of those and there's like i swear there's like four of them you know they made like a universal would do this they have like a division of like they'll just make cheap sequels like the funny thing was the hulk the one from 2008 yeah originally their plan was was to make like a straight to dvd sequel to the 2003 movie and have it go on like you know, just to be a yeah low budget, like a mid to low budget movie, and it was gonna star. I forgot the actor they casted. It was like this guy from that prison show on Fox. He also, oh, yeah, like Dominic also, Purcell or something, something like that. Yeah, he was like on that Legends of Tomorrow, uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, I think. Yeah, uh huh. Both of the um, both of the Prison Break people were on that show. Yeah, 
They were. Um, he, I remember that. I remember reading that. This was like in 2006. They were like planning on it, but then hmm. things changed and they ended up like retooling it and getting Edward Norton making an actual real big budget movie. Uh, but that was the initial plan. They were just going to, because like Hulk did okay. Right. Like, everyone knows the Hulk. So they're like, yeah, let's cash in and make a cheap straight DVD movie. So they probably did, like you said, they did that with Dungeons and Dragons. Like I said, I hope they make another one. Well, they don't have specific plans now, but it's, I just looked at the box office. It was the 10, it's currently the 10th highest grossing movie of 2023. Yeah. I mean, it's early in the year by the time the year's over. I mean, next week into this yeah, true. comes out, Transformers comes out the next yeah. week, and the flash comes out the week after. So those three movies alone. Yeah. Are they're going to crush it. Kill any, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I hope they make one. Uh, if they don't, not the end of the world. I mean, you could still enjoy this movie. It, it. I mean, I do like that. It. I mean, it. It doesn't leave anything really open. No, it's there's a no complete big, story. Like, there's no like. Oh, this group. <laughs> this group has no. defeated our red wizard, but they will face my wrath in the sequel. Well, like, there wasn't you, anything set up like that. No, but you could easily see. Um, it was kind of set up well in that way. It's a complete movie. You could have a second movie with all these same characters. You could have a second movie with all new characters that just reference the events of these other yeah. things. Or you could you could take pretty much any one of those characters. And spin them off into the next movie. You take that yeah. the beginner wizard guy, you know, the, the younger wizard guy. Yeah, he was from uh Detective Pikachu. Yeah, just make that give him a movie, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, it's just a different campaign with a different group yep. of people. Yeah. It, I mean, like I said, movies like that are very expensive and they might be like, eh, it's not worth it, you know. True. It, I'll it, bet you this one. I, I wish it weren't on Paramount Plus. I wish it were on like well, something else. Why? Um, Paramount Plus is pretty big. I mean, I don't know. Uh, like, no one I know has it. You're the only one I know who has Paramount Plus. Oh, all right. Like, uh, like of my extensive friend group of three or four people. So, <laughs> <laughs> which includes my brothers. Which includes me. Nice. <laughs> so, based on that kind of market research, I just don't see how. <laughs> Limited, very narrow cast in market research. Yes. I've uh, from my from my readings, seventy five percent of the people in this country don't have it. My <laughs> <laughs> calculations. Yeah. So, facts don't. Hey, facts don't care ignore, about your feelings. You just ignore my the details of my research. Facts don't care about your feelings. Well, right? my so. my research is you and the cat lady down the street, and the cat lady. Uh, she says she has Paramount Plus, but I think she just has rabies. Right. <laughs> Paramount Plus is the name of the calico she just adopted. She, yeah, it's she has scabies. I'm sorry, <laughs> scabies, not rabies. Uh, so anyway, I look um Dungeons and Dragons. I, I super recommend it. I think it's great if you it's good for kids, it's good for adults, it's good if you like Dungeons and Dragons, it's good if you don't. It's just a good fun movie. I think yeah. I mean it's, it's good. I also I also really liked the other movie we're talking about but I feel differently about it the Shazam Fury of the Gods so yeah uh, what what do you think of that 
I liked it. I feel like I wish it came out like two years earlier. Mm. I think the problem with that movie was like all the kids like aged out, especially the main kid, Billy. Like Billy, I completely didn't recognize him. I felt like he was hardly in the movie because they probably all the studio producers were like, "Yeah, we can't focus on the guy who's almost the same height as." fucking shazam like yeah. the actual character he turns into like everybody like even like the little asian kid he like he yep. grew he's like full size <laughs> like the mary marvel was already uh like i don't know she was like in college already or going to college yeah but all the other kids were like they're not kids anymore you know even like uh captain well what's his name freddie yeah like, Fre- uh, freddie i'm calling him jeff <laughs> Freddie calls himself like Captain Every Power. Or yeah, something. He, called, like, he was calling. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. It was just like I wish it would just go more into the lore. Like I wish the uh, spoilers. I yeah. wish the um, the mind, Mister Mind, wasn't just a gag <laughs> at the end of the movie. I thought yeah. that was actually really funny. Did you watch? It that? was. It was very funny. Uh, like, especially... so. <laughs> yeah. What's his face? The guy, the bad guy from the first movie? Gosh, like Dr. Zayas or something. I know that's not, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Zayas. I know that's not his real name, but uh I'm gonna look up Shazam because I gotta get his name. Um, he was the villain the first one and he ends up in prison, and in the end of the movie, there's a cutscene because there you find out this worm escaped in Shazam. It was like set up. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Mark Strong? Dr. Savannah. And yeah. then the worm like says to him, so that whatever, we're gonna, I don't know, it was a setup for a sequel. And then yeah. the sequel comes out and the worm is not the villain. Dr. Savannah's not in it. And then there's a gag in the end. It's kind of funny with the it's two years later. Uh, so I guess we're being told that two years has passed since the first movie. Right. And he's in jail. The guy's like, I'm 57 years old. <laughs> like, I can't be doing this. Like, I'm getting too old. And the worm's like, hey, dude, like. I'm a worm, man. Like, I don't have arms or legs. You expecting me? Like he's trying to like this worm. Like, he's like he's it like, takes me a long time to do things. Like, I don't. Yeah, like, I can't fly. Like the, like the joke about like a turtle walking down the street or something. It takes like a year. Uh, but then the worm leaves. He's like, oh, I forgot one thing. I yeah. <laughs> like that could be another three years. Like, yeah, it's really funny, but I feel like they just. They didn't have the balls to just make that the villain. Like, that's one of Captain Marvel's main villains. Like, Tawny, they reference, there's a kitten that they rescue, that the one girl rescues, and they reference, um, they call it like Tawny, but in the comic, Talking Tawny. Right, is the tiger. Yeah. They kind of hinted at that in the first movie when they opened up the door. Yeah, I remember that. Alligators, but they were like people, and that's where Tawny. That's the world Tawny comes from. And I wish they kind of like had that element in there. Like I guess I found the villains were like okay. They weren't, I don't know. They were kind of like just generic bad guys, yeah. like uh, Lucy Liu and uh, what's her face? Helen Mirren. Um, Helen Mirren. And then I like how uh, there's a young, sweet one yep. who's also 6,000 years old. I thought that was kind of funny. When, yeah. Like, lost her dad's kind of like. I don't know if this is appropriate. Right. <laughs> Freddie, they fall in love, Freddie and her. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know, 16 maybe. Right. <laughs> She's 6,000 years old. Hey, she don't look 6,000 years old. Mm, no, she doesn't. 
Yeah. It was well, fine. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Um one other thing. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna say, like, the difference for me was like with Dungeons and Dragons, like I said, I would recommend that to anyone. I think pretty much anyone who is in the mood for kind of an action comedy is gonna find something to like in that movie. But with this one, even though I liked it a whole bunch, I could see it was like they don't get enough into the lore to satisfy the 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 real comics fans. And they don't really back off the lore enough so as to not alienate the casual fans. Like if I watched that movie with my wife, I know for a fact she'd be like, there's a staff and then these gods. And then she, I mean, it would, there'd be a lot of little roadblocks for her where she's like, I'm not enjoying this anymore because like, I'm wondering why. I'm not a dork. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I I get three hours of sunlight a day. (laughs) Yeah. But um, <laughs> she says I'm not a virgin. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Um, <laughs> but like, I'm confused, I'm confused by this insult. <laughs> but it it kind of straddled the fence in that way, where there are often times where I'm like, oh, this is really funny and kind of jokey and a good kind of action superhero movie, and then it got like kind of lore heavy, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but like, I don't know, I'm. The you Rock kind of fucked up that whole franchise. Yeah. Because The Rock decided, he threw like a fucking uh, a dart at a, a, a character and said, yeah, I want to be Black Adam. And Such a weird character. He wanted yeah. to be Black Adam for like 15 years. Mm. And I'm almost like, did you just want to be this character? Because <laughs> he's black, called Black Adam. I'm yeah. Like, like Mike Adam is, uh, he's a cool character, but the reality is he's a Shazam villain. Yeah. I find it interesting. At the movie, you saw the movie, right? Black Black Adam. Adam. Yeah, I saw it on streaming. It was fine. I thought it was, I I didn't, it was good. I liked it, actually. But I feel like the missed opportunity of, like, this character should have been Shazam's villain. Right, yeah. And... The tone of the movie was really different from the Shazam movie. Oh, yeah. Um, the Shazam movies have a real unique tone. Uh, yeah, there's like, a, like I said, I like the first one a lot. I felt like there was like a 80s movies vibe. Like, yep. there was like, the, like, it would be scary, like that scene when all the the, the, sins. the sins came and it just like ate everybody in the in the boardroom and that's yeah it, it, it reminded me of like uh scrooged or something like, right like it's it could get dark and this movie kind of did that too i did like all the monsters it was like that cyclops and the minotaur yeah. and the harpies and i like the whole thing with the unicorn being like the the most evil one but right yeah. they need ambrosia and the closest thing skittles i the Skittles thing was kind of funny, but it felt like they were hitting you way too hard on the head with the advertising. Yeah. You catch the rainbow. I'm like, oh my God. Like, the job of the producer or director is to say, no, we're not going to do that. Right. Like, the skit, the fact that we reference the Skittles and the Skittles say they should be enough in the marketing. We're not going to say taste the rainbow. Yeah. No. It's, but uh, they no. did say taste the rainbow. And I thought that was corny as shit. Um, yeah, I just yeah. think like, like, because even in the end of Black Adam, 
Shazam should have been the one that showed up and they had not Superman. Yeah. The Rock had no intention to ever have Black Adam fight Shazam. Shazam right. is scrub. He has to fight Superman. Superman's the guy. And it, it was like this guy, this egomaniac was never going to allow this character to be yeah, his natural to lose, fit. Yeah. To lose to Shazam, to be a Shazam villain. Whatever. I don't think it's the end of the world, but I do feel like, you know, it's kind of like the it's kind of similar vibes to like with Sony with those Venom movies where it's like yeah. and they they feel compelled to make them a hero, but they're like a they're a dark hero. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I have a lot of goodwill to Shazam. Shazam, I think, was the first live action superhero series I ever was able to watch. I Oh, the series. Okay, I've never seen that series. That old that guy was in it. He was like old. Yeah, he was wearing his shirt. He just looked so weird. On Marvel. Yeah, on Saturdays they would show it was a half hour of Shazam and a half hour of ISIS. The the character ISIS, and occasionally they would do drive to join ISIS. Was on. Occasionally they would do crossovers. No, Uh, I know. There's a character called ISIS, and it's just funny that. Yeah, that yeah, that it turned out that way. Um, but um. Shazam was like a great that was like really rare to have a superhero live action superhero property back then. Do you remember um, back in the like around that time with ISIS though? Sorry, like yeah, Twitter was getting like pressure to be like, dude, you can't have ISIS recruiting people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were. Yeah. And every once in a while you'd read about like some, you know, like a, a sheltered 22-year-old girl from like Idaho, you like book a ticket to Syria and join ISIS. <laughs> like an awful. They found them from Twitter. Yeah, right. Like the Twitter help wanted. That's uh, awesome. Uh, so yeah, the there was a scene where that like the guy he's like an old man now, but he yeah. played, he there's that scene when Shazam's getting attacked, and I like the end with the wizard just turned into like the Seven Up guy. Do you remember yeah. this commercial? Oh, yeah. The guy oh, goes oh, like, oh. never had it, never will. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was great. He he basically turned into that guy in the end. He shows yeah. up. He's got like a scarf and a hat. It's like so funny. I'm like. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked the. I liked the. I think it's good. Sorry. No, I liked the fake out Wonder Woman cameo in the beginning. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like his head on her body. No. <laughs> But then that 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 made the payoff even better because like I I had like in the back of my head oh I think Wonder Woman's in this I can't remember and then I saw that scene and I was like oh that must have been it and so when I saw Wonder Woman actually show up in the end I was like genuinely surprised you know so um, I think I heard that it was like one of those things where she shot it somewhere else and they just like I could see that yeah well I I did read James Gunn said very recently that the that this the shazam property could continue um, i don't think it will though it did not do well it did yeah. really poorly it was it like, was a bomb yeah uh, which people and i loved it too because like people were like he was getting blamed for it james Gunn, and it was like he didn't work on the movie but i guess like when he did his big announcement yeah, for all the new movies and TV shows that he's working on, and he mentioned like the Flash and everything, Shazam. He kind of like just went, 
it's its own thing or something. I don't well, know. But the previews didn't make it look good. Like no. it, just, it looked like uh, it just looked kind of generic. And I think you're yeah. right that it should have come out sooner. Um, I'm a little surprised it didn't do well, and I'm a little surprised it's the possible reviews. The are pandemic so could have fucked up, delayed it. I'm yeah. sure the pandemic definitely probably delayed it. Didn't help it. You no, know. no. Um, what's his face is like okay. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, I remember one of the criticisms I read about the movie when it came out was like, how come the actor who plays Billy's more mature? <laughs> And what's his faces into like uh who plays him again? Uh is it Zachary Levi? Yeah, the schmuck yeah. who decided to put out an anti-vaxxer thing like a week before the movie was yeah. coming out. Like, yeah, I'm sure that didn't help. Yeah, no, it's not gonna help. Thoughts. Like, well, seriously, like, are you just trying to like sink your film franchise? I don't know. Maybe he was told like there isn't going to be a sequel because they're not, they, you know, they project these movies like the fucking weather. Like, they're already like, well, yeah, projected to make 140, 160 million the first week. I'm like, how? I don't know how they do it, but they have these projections and usually they're like on the money. Well, I would say that, um, that I could see especially given the Peacemaker cast cameos at the end, I could see Shazam coming back as Shazam, but not necessarily with the family. You know what I mean? Like, well, they you're kinda, not going to... Okay, so in the end of the movie, too, when he gets kind of recruited and they mention yeah. the Justice Society, that kind of could have been considered like a tie-in to Black Adam because the Justice Society was a big part of Black Adam with Hawkman. Yeah. Dr. Fate. So they could have eventually planned on having Shazam fight Black Adam, but from what The Rock sounded like, he was like hijacked that character and he did not. Yeah. He was like, no, the Shazam's a scrub, even though Shazam is like as yeah. powerful as Superman, you know, like or could be as powerful as Superman. I think so. I remember one of the criticism was that Zachary Levi played up the whole like, oh, I'm a kid in a big boy body and and now the kid isn't a big boy body and he's acting more mature right he turns into shazam where he's actually like a butt. yeah that is true that is true there's like a little bit of a disconnect i think that's yeah. the problem with movies like that especially when you cast a kid and it's like yeah if you don't make that sequel right away right kid, I, I mean it's like anything the kid could grow like in one year kid could yeah you remember that kid in oh you didn't see the harry potter movies but there was like this one kid and he was kind of chubby and he's supposed to be like the awkward kind of dork yeah i know the character like a, he ends up becoming an important character later yeah Neville Longbottom. Grew, like the actor grew like three feet and became like Jeez. super thin super thin so they had to kind of change things a bit yeah um yeah. i don't know i mean i liked it I like the whole elements of the thing about foster care. I think that's important. Yeah, like that was interesting. Like, I like the whole thing about like found families. Yeah. You know, and that they played up a big part of that in the first movie. Like when the little girl of the group was like, she considered their family, and then someone's like, You don't have a real family, you know, and it's like kind of sad. They're all like yeah. kids. And I liked where they showed that the 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 parents are they were foster kids as well in the system so yep. they want to like kind of 
help foster kids out. And I like, I like the, uh, the, the, the dad guy is like to the battle van or whatever. Right. Like, I'm just feeling the moment or wait, wait, they're like, wait, we're calling it that. And he's like, I'm just feeling the moment right now. Or whatever. Yeah. I, I know this is kind of a minor part, but I liked that it was in Philadelphia. You know, it was in a recognizable American city. It wasn't like, Hey, we're in, you know, metroville or you know so, you know right. something like that i mean yeah, it, usually dc movies too are not in real, right even though like i always love that gotham in uh the nolan trilogy <laughs> gotham is completely different every movie the first yeah. like kind of a blend of tim burton and like a city and then like the second movie is chicago yeah and then the third movie it's new york and it's like that's a major disconnect. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't have a morphing city. Like, right. But I like and should be the city should be a character in itself. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Philadelphia, it felt like a it felt like a character, you know, and it's like um you know, Philadelphia, while it's a big, legit, great American city, it's not New York. You know, no. it's not it's, it's not like a little, Los it's like a little New York. It's not yeah. So I thought that was cool. I liked it. I I would love to see another one. Honestly, I don't think I, we're gonna get one. It I don't either. Like I yeah, I, I agree with you, but I'd love to see it. You know, I, I would. So the gagging out of Mr. Mine was really funny, but it just like also made me feel like, yeah, this is a joke. We're never gonna get another one. That like the joke is the worm's gonna take like forever. Right. But time gets back, to, Savannah will be dead. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm just a little worm, dude. Like, <laughs> You know, you're asking a lot from me. I don't have any options. <laughs> um, yeah, that was great. Yeah, like I said, I do like, I feel like everyone got a little moment. There's a lot of characters to juggle. Yeah. Mary Marvel looked, uh... <laughs> she, oh, yeah. She she is so pretty. Um I She's would watch so pretty. <laughs> I would someone today was you like make a Mary Marvel movie. So someone today was saying that they wanted a Mary Marvel um Supergirl team up. Uh the the news uh Kara L or whatever from the uh, upcoming Flash movie. The and, emo emo Supergirl. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sold on her yet. I mean I'm sure she, she looks great. Her. I love it. I I think she looks great in that new yeah. one. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it yet because I haven't seen the movie, but right. I, I like her in it. She looks. I'll bet like, you it's going to be amazing. I hope so. I heard, I saw early a uh, early non spoiler review. They said it's yeah. really good. They just said it's a little messy, and I, I could see that. Yeah, I could see it. If it's juggling lots of like multiverse shit, I can imagine most people like if they mean by that, I don't know. But they said it's really good. So yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's a shame. I don't think we're gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see these characters again anytime soon. I don't think. Uh, I think the movie didn't do well, and they're just you know they're DC is just gonna they're just gonna work on other stuff. You know they want to get a new Superman off the ground. They have all these other things they're gonna work on. I think Shazam, unfortunately, is just gonna be like the fact that he even got a sequel is awesome. But yeah. Um. And honestly, it ends well. That the if you ignore the if you ignore the two post mid credit and post credit scenes, it's a it's a complete. Movie. Well, it kind of ends too in a way where like a character's kind of kind of like they're not gonna 
they're probably not going to be these superhero characters anymore. Yeah. That was the other thing issue I, I had too. It's like, okay, you got to be basically now six Shazams. Right. It was unstoppable before. So I like the plot device of like how they were able to make everyone lose their power. So it ended up just being Billy in the end. Yeah. So we had to struggle a bit because if you got yeah, otherwise, where's the conflict? Yeah, it was like you got like six fucking Shazams running around. Yeah. yeah. All right. So All right. yeah, it was good. I think it's worth watching. Uh same thing with Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's worth watching. They're not gonna like change the world. Yeah. You won't leave the movie feeling like you wasted two hours. Right. Yeah. I, I think if I you feel go like into that's it with, important. If you go into it with that mindset, I think you're gonna be real happy. Yeah. If you have no expectations. Right. If you like fat dragons, <laughs> you will love Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. That yeah. scene, that dragon was so funny. It was really, really good. Look at my cat, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of fat dragons. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know if that's a good segue. Yeah, probably. Well, uh, Ron DeSantis had his presidential launch today on Twitter Spaces. Um <laughs> the tre- the number three on- trending topic when I when we started recording was disaster uh run, run disaster yep run um, disaster right now for me it's no longer trending oh yeah it's like number 14 for me um it was a really bad rollout i mean it was just legitimately was i know ben shapiro's kind of oh the ben bad. shapiro tweet's so good it's like such a pathetic attempt at like it's like a weird, like he knows it's bad too. So he's trying to do like, right. whole, like what, let me see if I can pull up his tweet. It's pretty funny. It's while well, you're oh, looking for Tom Jr. had a good one. DeSantis is, ma- is making Jeb look high energy right now. <laughs> and uh, somebody posted that guy, the worst person you know, said a good point. <laughs> True, yeah. Yeah, that one's great. Um, let me see if I can find, where is it? So Ben Shapiro tonight was a perfect example, perfect encapsulation of the campaign. If you're obsessed with the optics of Twitter Spaces glitch, then you're probably not going to vote for DeSantis. If you're interested in political substance, DeSantis is likely your candidate. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy. Give me a fucking break. If that was Biden and Biden had the glitch, you'd be like, well, what do you expect? (laughs) You know, it's like. It was objectively a bad rollout. It was played it's, it with glitches. It doesn't even make any sense. Why would you? Why would you put like like you said they you were telling me beforehand that like they rented a stadium or whatever and uh, yeah in Dunedin, Dunedin outside of Tampa. Why would you not just do it there and get like everyone to like everyone to like uh you know. The media would pay attention, and you, you, you give a speech, and you say a bunch of key words, and you say whatever, and you attack Trump, you attack Biden, and that's it. But you do this like, I'm going to do this announcement on Twitter Spaces. Yeah. I don't, like, it's weird. I don't think I've ever seen any serious candidate launch a campaign on a no on a Twitter. sub a sub feature of an app twitter spaces 
Most people don't know what Twitter Spaces is. I use Twitter all the time, and I, I never use Twitter Spaces. People, I don't think I've ever been on Twitter Space. The only reason I ever heard of Twitter Space was when Elon Musk got removed all these like accounts from journalists, and they all were able to somehow yeah. Twitter Space thing, and they all were still able to go on there. Matt Bender, and they were all bitching well, about him, and all these people. And I remember Elon was on it for like a minute and got angry and left. That's yeah. the first time I've heard about Twitter space. And I and even from that, I wouldn't call that like a good feature. No. It's just bizarre. That'd be like, I'm gonna announce my presidential run on Instagram Reels. <laughs> on Quibi. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, it was weird. I th- I think the uh, t- twofold. One is uh, it, it is a weird thing to use. Twitter spaces to do something that big. There's nothing wrong with using Twitter spaces, but Twitter spaces is something where you're like, hey, I have a campaign event in Dallas, and then I have another one in Fort Worth. So as we're traveling between those two cities, we're going to hold a Twitter spaces. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Little supplemental thing. Um, But the biggest mistake I think I'm convinced is if this is your moment, your day, your whatever, why do you become a guest on the Elon Musk show? Right. You know, like the, a, it doesn't make any like is Elon Musk that important of a Elon Musk isn't a kingmaker. There's no way Donald Trump would share a stage as a co equal with someone on that day. Let me find Michael Hayden uh, from Southern Popular Law Center. He wrote something kind of similar where about like the importance of a strong how these uh, fascist mm-hmm. man, like a dominating person. Okay. You wrote, Ron DeSantis chose to hide behind another famous reactionary, Elon Musk, in what should have been his big moment. He's projecting that he's insecure, scared of losing the primary. Trump's base will smell blood. And then he wrote, the whole point of a fascist wanting a strong man is the leader has to project dominance. Trump won't even come back on Twitter and bow to Musk's ego. He understands what these people want. And mm. I wrote, I did say, I wrote back, I said, well, Trump is contractually bound to not tweet. So yes. regardless if he would use Twitter or not, the reality is he cannot use Twitter right now. He is contractually bound to yeah. his social app. He and has to post that, on. Also, now that Elon Musk owns Twitter and basically turned by. Elon Musk buying Twitter and Elon Musk being a right-wing chud, regardless mm-hmm. of what anyone says, I don't care what, like, if Elon Musk claims he's liberal in any way, I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, it's, it's just nothing. It's he's not a right-wing reactionary. He responds to right-wing reactionaries on Twitter. He let all the Nazis back on. He pushed right. He pushed Nazi uh, rhetoric recently with the whole Soros thing, which I forgot to bring up in the last episode. The re- you know, we were talking about why would Elon Musk go on this weird tangent mm-hmm. about Soros? How is this good for him? It doesn't make any sense, like, from a financial point. How is this benefiting right. him? And the reality was it was a good way to cover for the fact that it was announced that he was indicted or something with something oh, to do with Epstein and the, uh, was it the Virgin Islands or? Yeah. Something like that. It was some, some like, money transfer thing. And he and it has to do with Epstein and has and the joke is that 
Elon's on the list, supposedly, yeah. and it was a good way to make people not talk about it. So I'll just go on to see, I'll go on and just say a bunch of vaguely anti-Semitic shit instead. Right. No, one ever, no one will ever bring up the Epstein thing. Well, so again, yeah, like this makes doesn't make DeSantis look like a leader. No. It, it doesn't make him- any like why why would you need to I don't, I don't know. It's odd. Like, why would you go on something? Yeah. Why would you share? Why would you share the spotlight with someone who's probably more famous than you and who's yeah. got just as big of an ego as you? Like, that makes no sense. And has like, no interest in running for president because he can if he wanted to anyway. Yeah. So I would, I would say, right. Cause he, yeah. So I would say though, those are like, critical errors and and the reason for that probably is that like everyone is suspected ron DeSantis doesn't do well with people he can't answer questions he needs a a wall around him and friendly interviewers and he's not ready for he's not ready now he's not you know he's he, and that's just who he is i mean i don't think he'll ever be ready i um, think he, he has no personality he's not likable <clears throat> not charismatic there was a video of him going to like a diner recently. Oh yeah, it was it was like, bananas. hi, how are you? Oh, and then there's that fucking weird video from like a week ago when he goes up to somebody and they're talking about a car and yep. he's like, ah, 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 and he sounds like one of the coneheads. Yeah, right. It's just so weird. He's he's so forced and um, not personable. He, you just... know, again, it's just like, like and again, he. He's running for president. The only chance this guy has is if Donald Trump goes to jail and cannot yeah. run for president. That's it. Because you're just a scrub, dude. You're a scrub. That like you're you are a barnacle on the Trump ship. Like Trump is the guy that the, all these maggot chuds love. And Ron is saying is you're just a supporting character. Yeah. You know, it, it, the same thing would happen to Matt Gates if he run, but even at least Matt Gates has somewhat of a repulsive personality. Oh yeah, no, like he's, he's like he knows how to talk and sound somewhat human, regardless of the fact that he's a massive chud. Well, I like, met people like Matt Gates. I mean, he's a recognizable human, but Ron DeSantis, I've never met anyone like that. He's you just know? like a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah, maybe like. I don't know. Behind the scenes, he's more human. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's just. I mean, the guy's a fucking creep who yeah. was involved with Abu Ghraib, uh, right? Abu Ghraib. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, like, yeah, he's, he's gross. A, what he's doing to Florida is fucking scary. You know, this, I posted the my meeple Ron drawing on uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, I haven't gotten any like chud responses. Mostly when people. I haven't blocked every chud. I'm surprised they haven't come out of the woodwork yet. And I think the Instagram algorithm is uh, working against me that these people are not, it's not showing up in their feed. I said, unlikable and uncharismatic fascist meatball Ron DeSantis announced his <laughs> failed presidential run today on Elon Musk's failed Twitter app. All this garbage person has done is attack women, yep. trans kids, and minorities. He did it all while letting the cost of living in Florida skyrocket. Oh, yeah, for sure. This, this pudding-fingered POS should not be president, <laughs> let alone governor. The GOP is using Florida as a test run for a fascist takeover of the USA. That's yeah. a fact. 
like all the kind of crazy shit the science here, these insane anti-immigration bills, yeah. these uh, anti-trans, that recent one is scary, where like if you take your kid to Florida and your kid is suspected of either being trans, yeah, some nut will just make a claim. Your kid could be taken away from you. Well, the, the problem is that, and, and I worked for Florida's Department of Children and Families years ago as, as a, a person who was assigned to go investigate cases and, you know, t- take kids out of homes and stuff. Once, once a CPS worker knocks on your door, all bets are off, you know? I mean, like, if you were to describe anyone's house on an average day, and write it down on paper, it could sound like a death trap, you know? You could say, you know, I, I noticed beer bottles on the countertop that hadn't been put away. And, but I'm you talking know, like, about people who don't even live in Florida. They bring oh, yeah. their kids to the state. Right. I mean, I, I but, yeah, no, I mean, your, right. I, your point's a, a good one. I'm just saying that, like, people were, people will counter and say, well, if they investigated and nothing was going on, nothing would happen. And my my rebuttal to that is that's not always the case. Sometimes once they start looking for stuff, they find stuff. And I'm not talking about real stuff. I'm just talking about they show up and then the next thing you know, and they're building a narrative. So yeah. yeah. But this is fucking scary. The thing with the books in Florida where they're removing yeah. Holocaust stories and yep. uh, stories about like the civil rights movement. This is all like fascism 101. Like there's a somebody, let me see if I could find a, a tweet. I reposted it. Maybe it's on my Instagram in my stories. Uh, well, you're looking for that. I'll I'll say I read this big article in, in the Washington Post, and the statistics show that the vast majority of book bans come from 11 people. 11 people. One jackass, right? Yep, are sitting at home. And writing to different schools in different cities, asking that books be taken off shelves. You know, I bet if I wanted a book ban, it wouldn't get banned though. It's I know. always like these, like it's so because I I would want a book ban that's like actually harmful and like right, you know, mind comp or something. <laughs> and they they would keep that. Just in, I said I wrote just in case you're wondering what is going on in this country, and it's ten. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, classification dividing people into them and us. Symboliz- symbolization, forcing groups to wear or be associated with symbols which identify them as different. Three, discriminations, including groups. Demonization, organization, training police or army units, providing them with weapons and knowledge. I mean, fuck, DeSantis wants to make an army in Florida. He wants to take yeah. funds, tax dollars, Millions of dollars. I think he's actually doing it. I don't think it's like uh, I'm just thinking about it. It's oh no. Well, he, the, fucking, he wants his little brown shirt, Arnie. Months Before ago, he he took out of office an elected official. Yeah, last year. Yeah, he just didn't like him. It was a Democrat, and he said, "You're no longer in office." I'm, a, I'm putting Did that person in get there. back in or no? No, he sued, and he went to court. And he won the court case, but the judge said, I don't have any means by which to enforce my ruling. And that was it. That was the end of it. It was like the most maddening thing. The judge said, yeah, this is wrong. It's illegal, but I don't have the ability to stop it. So sorry. 
Number six, polarization. Use propaganda to polarize society, create distance, and exclude a group further. Seven, preparation, planning of mass murder, identifying specific victims. Eight, persecution, incarcerating groups of in ghettos or concentration camps, forcibly displacing groups, expurgating property, belongings, or wealth. We did that to the Japanese, actually, in the mm. 40s. We took their wealth. Yeah. Extermination, committing mass murder. Ten, denial, denial of any crimes. This does not necessarily mean denying the acts of, the acts of murder that happened, but denying that these were acts were crime and were just justified. Mm. I mean, this person, you know, I took that from, said that we're at number eight when it comes to, like, Florida and shit. I, yeah. It's scary. I, I mean, like, we laughed about how pathetic his opening was, but, like, this shit's like a this shit's like a virus and it gets in people's yeah. brains and if the right propaganda, like if Joe Rogan or any of these jackasses push this motherfucker enough and normalize this guy, which they will, people will look at him and they'll look at Biden, Biden's yep. old, and they'll say, We need a strong guy. We need someone that's gonna change things. We need a more business-minded person. We need somebody who's tired of this woke shit, you know, whatever. And yeah. they'll fall for this guy. They'll fall for this guy. And this guy will like completely, de- this country won't even be, will just go so far right by the time this guy, you know, two years into this guy's presidency. Trump, again, Trump was a self-serving egomaniac who was horrible. He ruined yep. the Supreme Court. He took, he, he's responsible for Roe v. Wade being gone. He's responsible for COVID spreading. He's responsible for all these horrible things. But I just feel I feel like DeSantis is worse. I feel like oh DeSantis yeah, I agree. And the people that DeSantis would have working for him are zealots, and they will they will shift the, this country. I mean, fuck, look what they're doing in Florida too, where they basically changed the the reason why Ron DeSantis took so long and everything was because they had to change the law for this guy to be able to run for president yeah. in Florida. You can't run for office while holding an office, and I think that's a great. I think that's a great law. Yep. I think because you have all these people now. Someone will say, "Well, Obama did that." I'll be like, eh, "Whatever." <laughs> Obama did. He was only senator for two years, and then he ran for president. Right. Uh, uh, but he wasn't in Florida. <laughs> but Florida has a rule, and I do see some. I see some importance to that. Like, hey, dude, you fucking ran yeah. for this position. You shouldn't be using this as a uh, launch pad for your next thing a year later. And he found he used, you know, the Florida's dominated by Republicans, psychophants that are Ronda Sanders alkalites, and they changed the law for him. Yeah. That's why he was able to finally announce his run for presidency. It is real disappointing. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am kind of curious to see how this rolls out. Um, both latest, uh, I know we had the Tim Scott rollout to talk about a little well, bit too. Has Trump even responded to his role? I know that. Uh, I told you that Don Jr. thing was kind of funny, but yeah, like, I've I haven't seen a Trump himself uh, response. Um, although that's not to say there hasn't been one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he'll say something at some point because the DeSantis rollout has pretty universally been seen uh, as a as a bad thing, as a kind of a failure, uh, and he's not going to let that go. You know, well, the whole Twitter thing, like you said, is, is a complete disaster. AOC said we had more people join when I played Among Us. <laughs> there was only like 750,000 people, supposedly. And yeah. running for president, that's bad. Brianna Wu wrote, as a loyal Democrat, thank you, Elon Musk, for kneecapping the DeSantis <laughs> campaign right out the gate. Flatline Ron will have a hard time coming back Flatline from this. Ryan. 
So Matt Bender, so Twitter couldn't run the DeSantis Twitter space on Elon's account, had to use David Sachs' much smaller account. Mm. So I guess that's the reason why he wanted to use Elon. Okay. Elon has like a hundred. That's a good point. Yeah. Whatever. And David Sachs doesn't have nearly as much at all. David Sachs' much smaller account. And from what I saw, barely cracked 250K oh, concurrent wow. listeners. So actually, sorry, way less. Right. And acting like some sort of history was made with the attendance. The the AOC thing is pretty fucking funny saying that. And I remember her playing Among Us. Yeah. That was a uh, you know a big deal for you know Among Us. <laughs> sure. She wasn't running for president. You know, she uses a right. lot. I just want to tell everyone that uh I'll be playing uh Minecraft later. <laughs> I had a special announcement on uh if you come to the town square in my right. uh, fortnight i have a special announcement on fortnight so crazy so stupid what a i mean i hope that's the case and that this guy just gets annihilated just for the fact that like his rollout is a complete shit show yeah DeSantis war room governor ron DeSantis is running for president to lead our great american comeback we can and we must deliver big results for America. Mm. And then, and it's all like images of Ron, uh, Elon Musk in this video. And eyes of the right wrote, is Elon running or something? Yeah, that's just You have odd. Elon in this more than you have Ron DeSantis. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're sure. It's like, it highlights Elon more than it does DeSantis. That's a disaster. Best nickname for Ron DeSantis from John Cryer. Ron DeSatan, Ron Disaster, Ron DeSatis, Douchebago the Clown. Uh, I, Ron, dude. Yeah, right? Of those four, I'd go with the last one, though. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, what is there to say? Uh, I love this. Ron DeSantis announcement, Twitter space. Elon Musk, Ron DeSantis, uh, George Soros. Dick Cheney, Adolf Hitler, the devil, FBI, Klaus. I mean, this is from real Don real Donald Trump tweeted that. That's why Soros is in there. Yeah. Uh the Adolf Hitler and Dick Cheney is kind of funny. And the devil. Mm. <laughs> I it's like I really want to watch the debates just to see. Like, I don't even really want to watch them. Yeah, yeah. I want to give them the ratings. I'll watch like a recap or watch it on youtube or something later but like i just want to see them on the debate stage together yeah what's ron sanders gonna say to trump nothing he isn't anything anymore like he's not good he cannot say anything to them no no that, that yeah that'll uh be interesting as the primary plays out but um I could see the media trying to push this whole thing like the Republican Party is divided. And that's no, no fucking way. A fraction of it will support DeSantis. But the main, the main group is still a bunch of Trump nuts. Yeah. They know, yeah. they know that he's the only one right now. That's so weird. I mean, well, there is Tim Scott. <laughs> and uh, someone I, I saw was, uh, what's that artist's name? Um, he wrote Tim Scott, no chance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was great. Uh, that guy, so he's the South Carolina mm. senator. He's a black dude. Mm -hmm. He's a very strange, strange man. 
He was part of Howard Stern's whack pack for many years. Right. He he says he's the original Beetlejuice. Right. Right? Am I interesting? Am I, yeah, same guy. Same guy. Yeah, same exact guy. Yeah, Tim Scott is weird. I mean, he seems like a compelling candidate uh, until you really start looking at the specifics, and then it all starts to fall apart. Didn't he claim uh, he was like a virgin for years? Because he's like, yeah, it's like, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, celibate, not uh, no absent before marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard, I've seen a lot of Republicans say on Twitter that they would never vote for him because he's never been married nor had a kid. And they they think that you really need to have done those things to kind of like what is he Lindsey Graham? Yeah, it's... <laughs> do you remember Lindsey Graham when he was running? And then he said like the weirdest thing about like he would just have different girlfriends all the time. Yeah, and I was like, that is weird. Yeah, it's not gonna work, buddy. <laughs> like we know you're not gonna have girlfriends. It's okay. It's okay. Just come out, dude. It's the fucking nineties, yeah. man. Oh. It's safe, dude. You don't have to be scared. I don't think Tim Scott's gay. I think he's more like just a a weird little dream. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that's more likely the case. Like a weird little pinhead that that's on uh, Howard Stern's wax back. Right. <laughs> well, my wife, I said, I showed the picture of uh, Tim Scott. I mean, of yeah. uh, Beetlejuice. There's a photo I found. This great photo of him smiling. The nice photo of Beetlejuice. Actually, he looks very. He looks like a nice guy. And yeah. I said, yeah, I said, Tim Scott looks like him. And she's like, get out of here. And then I showed the picture of Tim Scott smiling. And she went, oh. Yeah, right? It's not that far of a stretch. Yeah, I would agree. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It is Tim Scott seems to be running in his own lane. Um, He's running for VP. Same thing with what's her face. Um, Uh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, they're they're just running for VP. That would make sense. Someone wrote on my Instagram, they think that Ron DeSantis will be Trump's VP. I just don't see that. I, I don't. I, I, yeah. I don't see that. I think that Ron DeSantis, the plan that Trump has is that he, they're going to turn him into Jeb. Right. Trump doesn't want someone that's going to compete with him in any way. Mike Pence was a little like pissant. That's why he picked Mike yeah. Pence. Because he was going to do everything he wanted for him, and he had the Christian right to back him. Yeah, it seemed Ordered, what it seemed uh, probably airtight from his perspective. Like well, that people plan. like thought that he was going to pick people from the Republican primary, and he was probably like, "Fuck that! Yeah, no way! Right. I'm not going to pick these clowns. I'm going to pick this guy. He didn't run for president. He's not a threat in any way to me whatsoever. Right. He has no personality." <laughs> But he's going to have the Christian right to back him, and he's going to do everything I tell him to do. It's not going to yeah. happen. Ron DeSantis is not going to be his fucking VP. I, I just, I can't see that. The, Trump would have to be really desperate. Mm-hmm. There would have to be like a, a, a calculated reason why he would have him as his VP. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think he has the wherewithal to do that. I think that would... I don't the think Republican Party would have to like force him and say. And even yeah. then, I don't think he could help himself. But maybe, you know, who knows? We'll see. I don't care. These people are all fucking disgusting ghouls. You were yeah. tweeting something. I was like, you said something about one of them having heart, the other one having brains, and I was like, oh, <laughs> no, they don't have either. What are you talking? Well, about? I was just saying, like, okay, so 
Trump as a candidate is a dipshit. Yeah. He's not smart, but he has a lot of heart. I don't mean like he's good hearted or anything. I just mean he's all emotion. He's Guts. all passion. He's all passion, right? Yeah. And Meatball Ron's the opposite. He actually is pretty smart. You know, I mean, he can, you know, figure stuff out, yeah. but he's got like no heart, you know, like no passion, no relatability. People, and this sucks because the, the together, like if you take their strengths and remove their weaknesses, they'd probably make an ideal candidate, you know, someone who can get things done, knows how to work the levers, and is also like, portrays like an an effective persona but, um, <laughs> right but like a lot of a lot of these characters have that flaw you know they're missing one or the other so um i think the reality is is that this the trump the gop has been reduced to being the trump party that's yeah. why and with if trump still exists as a candidate there are no other candidates that's why it's kind right. of it, at this point ronda sanders running is all ego Yep. It's all ego because there's no reason for him to run. He he really does not need to run. He could be the little emperor of Florida for another. He yeah. could convince if he was able to convince the Florida whatever delegation to change the law from the run for president, mm-hmm. they could change the laws that he could run for a third term. If yeah, easily. Dead, you know, they could he could just been like the emperor of Florida forever. And this is an ego thing. This is pure ego because, like Tim Scott, he knows he has no fucking chance. Nikki Haley knows right. she has no fucking chance. I mean, I don't know. I could see Nikki Haley just thinking like, "Well, if this if Trump implodes and like, yeah, she might, Sanus, yeah, the Santas like collapses, like they're gonna be coming to me." Mm-hmm. I could see that. I can't imagine oh, yeah. Tim Scott. Uh, I mean, that would be like a sleeper move. Like he would just. <laughs> I mean, True. he is small, very small, like mm. Beetlejuice. He's not, he's not small. Really. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Howard Stern spoke very highly of him. <laughs> Gary Baba Booey uh, was endorsing uh, Tim Scott. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Okay, so as, as, <laughs> all this is going on. Trump is technically not like running per se. Um, well, he is he is running for for president, but he's not necessarily doing the traditional campaigning uh, because he's under constant indictment, right? I mean, they they said in during the one of the primary elections, he's going to be he has to be in court, which is could really yeah. fuck up like. His run, that you know, DeSantis is probably like hope it. That's the joke. Is at the end of the day, DeSantis were laughing about him and talking about what a disaster he is. But if Trump fucking, if Trump implodes or ends yeah. up something happening where they find more shit on him and he ends up getting locked up, you know, put in court or whatever mm-hmm. time away, that's an opportunity for DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, that's it truth. is. No, you're right. I mean. It's all every minute that point counts. And if Trump's held up for a couple of days in court, yeah, Sanders that's a big deal. Three states in that time period. Yeah, that, that is a big deal. Hmm. I don't know. I'm always like, if DeSantis, like, there's nothing there. He's like a fucking empty vessel. I don't, I just don't trust the corporate media. I think that they would, you know, the board with Biden. Biden's so boring. Yeah. Sanus is young. His wife's kind of pretty. 
she was on the can of Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm like I can sure. just see that, even though DeSantis is boring and DeSantis is yeah. cruel and weird and like I don't know. I, I hope this guy just implodes and just goes away, and that all that there is is Trump. Because, like I said, I you know some people are like they're scared. They're scared of the idea of Trump running, mm-hmm. and that is scary. But I really truly believe that this man, with January six and all the bullshit that happened, and him. Like he is toxic as right, fuck. and that any Repu- like Mitt Romney, I could see endorsing Ron DeSantis. Yeah. He will not endorse Trump, though. You know, like oh yeah, Trump is the nominee, and they ask Mitt Romney, "Who are you going to vote for?" He'll just say, uh, "I'm going to be taking a nap that day." Right. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I really believe that to s- Trump. I want Trump to be the nominee because it straddles the entire GOP. It forces them to yep. have to defend him, defend January 6th, defend yeah. all, all the allegations that came out about him. You know, when the, like when the focus is on yeah, raping when, a woman. Mm, what? When the when the yeah, God, it, I I would say that. Well, yeah, that all those things are true. I, I the only way to cut them off at the pass though is through this primary. You know, all those things are occurring. But I'm saying I want him to be the nominee because I want the GOP to be completely straddled by Trump. Yeah. And have to defend him. If they if DeSantis is a nominee, they literally get a fresh start. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Regardless I, I think... of all the atrocities that are going on in Florida. Those are not those are not negatives to the Republicans, right? I think I think the the having Trump be the nominee is better too for for Democrats for progressives. We are, Biden's already beat him. Yeah, yeah, and I just I look I don't see that Trump has expanded his his oh fucking way. Head, right? I mean, what who who was put off by Trump's four years ago, but is now like I've kind of softened on the guy. You know the way he you know. I said that you have to be like a mental patient if you all sudden yeah. like Trump now. That'd be like getting into cigarettes at the age of forty. Right, right, yeah. You're like, uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna pick up cigarettes. Mm. I'm fifty. You know what? I think I'm gonna start doing heroin. Yeah. All the things that I learned over the years. Uh, this is a good time to do it. <laughs> God. It'd be like I'd be like, do you have fucking brain damage? Do you have oxygen? Oxygen not can't get to your right, brain. Maybe, yeah. Like, do you have brain worms? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I would think you were clinically nuts. DeSantis, it, it it's like a do over, even though he's yeah. the same horrible shit. Because no, I agree. We're gonna say Biden's an old man. Trump's an old man. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so stupid. But if DeSantis is president at runs, he's like half Biden's age almost. So right, and pe- gonna, people won't go there. Not not after they figure out what's going on. We're talking about you know. Here. Well, I don't think people would necessarily like poke around and ask about stuff like that. Like about what? Well, about I don't think they, they'd even ask about the candidates' like true intentions once they get in office. You're talking about DeSantis? Yeah. I think he'll just get free passes like he did with Musk tonight. Yeah. I just think like the media will like. They'll just see him as this new young thing with young 
you know, your right. kids. He'll get to create his own have, narrative. It'd be great to have young people back in the White House again. Mm. You know, we need new new blood, and it's like the guy's yeah. like a backwards fascist. What the fuck no, I'd rather about? I'd rather it be Trump. At least then all the cards are out on the table. Um, you're like you said, Biden beat him once before. I don't think he's expanded his base. Trump has so. been has proven to be if you <clears throat> Trump has lost four times. So he barely wins the 2016 election. Yep. Wins by def, by electoral college bullshit. He loses the midterms. Uh, I mean, the, the Republicans still held the Senate though, but mm-hmm. he lost the House. He loses the president in 2020. Democrats keep the House and they gain the Senate by ba- barely win the Senate. Yeah. And then Trump kind of is the leader of the party still in 2022. Yeah, and he won. Yeah, the Republicans squeak in a House win, but they lose the Senate even more. They lose across the board most states when it comes to like houses. Michigan True. becomes like full blue. Minnesota becomes full blue. And Trump is a disaster. He's an albatross. Like he's gonna, he's only going, like you said, he doesn't expand the party, he narrows it. Keep, yeah, that's and it. He keeps biggest, narrowing it. The biggest mouths that defend him and people who defend people like Sanders are just repulsive trolls, horrible people, disgusting yeah. people. The kind of people that when you find out that person, like a person you know, likes that person. That's gross. You're yeah. like, ew, I don't even want to associate with <gasps> Yeah. Like, wait, you like Steven Crowder and Alex Jones? Ew. That's a, that's a deal breaker, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, those are the kind of people, those are the loudest mouths that defend Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. Like, these are ass clowns. Well, you're right. And it doesn't take many of them. Like I was saying earlier, like, most of Florida's book bans are because of 11 different people. You know? Right, but I'm saying that like these are not these are the kind of people that are not going to expand Trump's yeah. base. They're not going to same thing with the Sanders. Like they're just these like repulsive trolls. There's a decent amount of people that appeal to this shit, but it's not the majority. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, there's really nothing else to talk about. Tim Scott. No. Is he's running for a book deal? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Or cabinet position or something. Cabinet position. Um, I I would imagine being senator would be better than being in a cabinet. I don't know. Mm. There's more money somehow to be made. I imagine it's just to make a book. Yeah. You know, and he makes a book deal. It's extra money. You know, make a Mm. million bucks or something. Same thing. I mean, that's pretty much like the grift with a lot of these people who run for president. That's on both sides of the party, both parties and everything. They usually there's a book deal attached to it. Okay. A way to make money. It's like another, and it expands their brand. They, they get to appear on media more often. They get asked to be on networks and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, Chris Christie ran for president. It was a disaster, mm-hmm. but he got a deal with ABC to be a oh yeah on air personality. He was a fixture for a long time. He's a reta- he's on retainer. He gets paid by ABC to be a per- on air personality. Anytime there's that thing, Chris Christie gets called up. I'm sure Tim Scott or Nikki Haley would love to have that. Yeah. I I get to give you some bullshit words and you pay me like half a million a year just to like show up once in a while. Okay. Mm. 
Sure, why not? Uh, what is there? I mean, we got Trump campaign up, but like, is there anything else we missed? Or no, not necessarily. I mean, I, I, we we talked about the big parts. I think the the bigger the bigger thing here, and and this kind of I guess relates back to my scarecrow and tin man thing is that trump trump just has like a lot of heart when he does this stuff you know i mean it's like a he's evil hearty. Sh- what he's hearty yeah he is well i don't know he, just, he approaches it with a lot of natural passion and and um so he could still come around and and uh like i, I hope he's the nominee but um, <laughs> yeah what kind of nightmare world we live in where we're like oh gee i hope trump's the nominee right? god <laughs> i just because i just know how the media works like i think like I thought it was great that Trump destroyed Jeb Bush. Yeah. No one with no one with a clear thinking brain thought Trump was going to win in 2016. He was such a disaster and it was such a joke. Even Trump didn't think he was going to win. No. He's like, yeah, I'm going to probably make a, my own network. He even announced it. He's like he's going to like make like a Trump news network. Like it, yep. He was going to launch like all this stuff cuz he he just figured like this was a good grift. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he just, like, yeah, the apprentice has done them on to the next stage of my career. And, oops, he's president. Right. Yeah. Oof. Well. Yeah, oops. On everybody. Really. <laughs> People are dead because of COVID because of him. Yeah. Like, all right. I don't Target, know. Target Nazi stuff. Wait, yeah. is Target selling Nazi stuff? Is that the problem? What's no, the- this, this is real disappointing. Target's actually historically been a pretty progressive or pretty liberal organization. Um, but they have some uh, pride year in their every year they've been doing this. I've seen the display even when I lived in Texas. They had a pride display. And yeah, and kind of just like it's never been anything crazy. It'd be like right, whatever. And it was like so funny because I remember even like in the one in Texas, like so the pride thing, and mm-hmm. it's not like they had like two female mannequins next to each other or two male mannequins. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like almost just like look, it's the rainbow section. Mm-hmm. They have it at June at Target. It wasn't like anything crazy. But right. the right this year has decided to just attack their target. They are literally targeting. They are. This is like the thing with the school board meetings where they would have these groups show up and say, oh, yeah, crazy shit at school board meetings. And it's the same kind of people because those same people. It is. Accusations at libraries were carrying books about sex and shit like that. And we see that already happening in Florida where they were removing books. Yeah. Happening in other states. They are targeting Target. They targeted Bud Light. Like, and the problem is that supposedly Target already announced they're taking down the sections because they oh, wow. they already they folded. They're like, I mean, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. There was like some creep. I sent that to you. This fucking yeah. creep. Something mm-hmm. Schmidt. Ethan, Ethan Schmidt, right? This Ethan shit. Mm-hmm. Some fucking, he's got this dumbass facial hair. He looks like an asshole. And he just goes around and he harasses people at Target and he's like saying they're groomers and all this shit. And he goes up yeah. to people. These and crazy. these are mostly younger people just looking to earn a little money, right? I mean, the, the but, Target workers. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some older people. There's people who just need jobs. I'm right, sorry. Yeah. Not this, we don't live in that world anymore. The people are like, I just want to earn some money to to take my girl out for a date. No, it's like I need to eat and live. I need to work at fucking Target. Like it's that's our economy. Our economy's been like that since Bush, where it's like these so-called like bullshit jobs were just meant to like save up for a car so you can, you know, impress your girl. And then it's like that day is done. It's more like I need 
to help my parents pay for the mortgage. Like I need to work my ass off. So we have groceries in the house. So I have yeah. to work jobs. So we don't live in that world anymore. And this I... shit is going around harassing employees. And it's not just him. It's a whole bunch of these scumbags. Yeah. Well, they, it's clickbait for like TikTok or YouTube. I, I don't like the notion at all of anyone being forced to perform as an unpaid extra in a video, you know, which is what yeah. a lot of these people do. They'll walk into a, a, a fast food restaurant and trap some, you know, 17, 18 year old cashier and start peppering them with questions. And what is the cashier's options are to quit and lose their job or to stay and be humiliated by a fucking bunch of losers, you know, and they're not getting a dime of that money that yeah. gets, that's coming from. No, I hate those people. That shit should be a crime. And they should have their fucking phones confiscated for doing yeah. shit. Like Even if so it's like. This piece of shit is going around. And there's this one video of this awesome woman. And this undercover, uh, they call him like a secret shopper or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Loss prevention manager, I think they call yes. Right. Uh, good to know now whenever I uh, try to crack open a box of <laughs> to steal, you know, just right. sample. I need to sample like 30 boxes. See which one I want to take home. You right. Know? <laughs> but now that it, I, the secret shopper is around, I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to do it more hide it even discreetly. more and more discreetly instead of just doing it out in the open where i mm. rip the boxes open like a like a fucking <laughs> capuchin monkey <laughs> <laughs> throw feces at people well, um let me just the, play this real quick this lady is amazing she she's was good target employee and she's just not having this fucking bullshit no, she's got a great demeanor about her too you guys support the satanic pride propaganda? I, I yeah. Well, you support it? Satan say, and pride. You support Satan? Mm-hmm. What's God going to think of that? I don't believe in God. But, so you Did think, you need help with something? You support the propaganda <laughs> that's targeting kids? Uh, there's nothing targeting kids. All, it's all over kids' TV shows. It's all over. They're targeting kids. Kids choose to wear whatever they want. Do you support the sexualization of kids through pride propaganda by corporate? Isn't this something that we can help you with? I'm just asking people questions. What about you, sir? Do you, do you support this? Questions, but if you're here to cause any disturbance in the store, I'm just asking questions. Do you yeah, work? Do you work for the target? Disrupting. Do you work yes, for target? I do actually. Where's your name today? I'm, I am the undercover loss prevention. Well, not anymore. So, yeah, right. So, do you support the satanic propaganda? I'm not like answering your questions. What you need to do? It'd be really funny if they're in the background. A good comedy moment would be in the background if there's like a guy ripping apart something, trying to steal it, and then he hears that guy say that and he just drops and yeah, right. And it's in the background. That'd be like that'd be really good comedy. This is real life, I guess. God will judge you guys. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I these people. Yeah. So it goes on. This guy's such a piece of shit and all this guy does is he's been going to like every store in like arizona he goes mm-hmm. like over there this guy needs to get popped i mean yeah like right i mean in the mouth or something this guy's a chud and it's not just him there was like some crazy lady covered in tattoos i told you and she was like knocking down shit yeah oh yeah yeah these videos of people like destroying the sign i think, I think target i think that's a betrayal on target's part yeah, I look, Target, th- this is easy enough. If they're putting videos up of them knocking over displays and shit like that, 
you prosecute them. You know, you get a no trespass order. And the idea that like, the idea that Target's caving to protect its workers is nonsense because they're just, there's, they're saying, if you intimidate us enough, we'll do what you want. And yeah, and they're not going to stop at the pride. No. Black History Month. They will go after that. Some on around Passover and Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Target has an end cap for like Jewish yeah. stuff for Hanukkah and Passover. You know those psychopaths will do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, you are yeah, you are inviting that. It's like they're babies. It's like children. You let you let your kids take advantage of you one time. They're gonna do it again, and they're gonna right. get until you break down. Your you life. set a limit. Yeah. You have to set a limit, and these people are fucking babies, but they're violent babies. That's the problem. But it's bullshit, and I think them caving is sad. You know, it's like the same thing, like the the Bud Light thing. It was like one Bud Light should just put out a thing saying, like, we are not, we never were making hands of this person. This was a one-time promotional thing, but we do stand by our LGBT people. Mm -hmm. Everything, you know, whatever. I don't think they handled that well either. I don't think. You know, it's like Disney standing up to Ron DeSantis when they yeah. that whole don't say gay bill, and they're like, "Hey, we're not going to do that." But the fact that they're suing them is great. I think, like, yeah. I don't know who Target sues here, but I think it's lame on their part. And other companies are going to use the Target excuse and say, "Yeah, we're not going to have these pride sections anymore. We're not well, going to do this." And it, <clears throat> it's just kind of pathetic. It is the 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 thing that's really frustrating is that. Um, you you force unwitting citizens into becoming part of your shtick, you know, and that's the thing that bothers me the most about it. Well, that I mean, yeah, that sucks, but I don't like the target folded. For that's the worst. Yeah, that's worse. I, I, I mean, agree. That's worse. I mean that. Whatever. I mean, that's just a nuisance. But this is just like you just cave to like hate groups that like yeah, they're, they're not going to stop there. They're not going to stop there. Like if you do something for like indigenous people in any way or any, any group that does not fit the white heteronormative bullshit, like Christian, it's true. White Christian, uh, whatever that these people want everything to be. The target just basically said, yeah, we're going to do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And they won't stop there. It'll just embolden them. If that's the message they got, we'll change our behavior. If you're angry enough, then they'll get angrier about something else. Yeah, like I said, like there's that Jewish section. Yep. That was Target just going to hide it more? And it's already mm. pretty like it's on an end cap. If you blink it, you miss it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's such fucking bullshit. Fuck that guy. That guy deserves to be like he needs a night in jail. Like, fuck that guy. Like. I don't know. That guy's a projector anyway, because there was some video of him that came out and he looks like he's enjoying it a little too much. I think a lot of these, I hate the whole, like, listen, there are people who are heterosexual and just hate gay people. Mm-hmm. But then there's some of these other dudes and even some of these women that are like just a little too obsessed with the LGBT. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the lives TikTok lady, she was interviewed and she sounded like Okay, this woman's a closet case. Like, yeah, she's talking about like how tempting it is and everything. I'm like, that's not something normal. Right. Like people who like 
I'm not tempted by it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's right. a, yeah, that's a strange thing to say. Mm. You're fighting up. You're fighting back something. That's an like. There's something like all these people are. They they need therapy or something. They sure. really or they need like a new group of friends or family. Like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> but the, I think the target. I think it's scary. Um, I think it's a failure on their part for doing that. And it, yeah. it, it just invites them. And this invites, because the right wing is just going to see this as a victory. Oh, th- why wouldn't they? It yeah. is a victory. They see the Bud Lightning as a victory. Yep, for sure. It's one thing. How it's the same thing with the cat in the hat and all the shit. They just they use these w- buzzwords bullshit. They don't mean it. The Bud Lightning w- was nothing. Yeah, that was out to be something. It wasn't anything. Yeah, I think bringing it up. Bobert brought it up in her fucking divorce announcement. So stupid. It is incredibly stupid. Mm. And all it does is distract people from like real problems. Yeah, that's the point. True. You won't worry about your insurance rates going up, your home insurance rates going up, and find out the the victory that the right had over bud light <laughs> the made up the made up scenario or uh, the victory they had at target oh my god they were target oh that was it they were even some Marjorie tail green they were making these like growth like these ridiculous things they were saying that target was selling penis tucking <laughs> bathing suits so guys can be in drag and tuck their or trans people whatever to tuck their yeah channels and and they're like have you ever seen a woman's bathing suit that is a woman's women's crotches like right it's, it's the most insane thing they it's either they're just so stupid and they just push it or they know their audience that falls for this shit is stupid and won't ever actually do the research and re- be like women's garment this is a woman's garment yeah. i don't made. think i don't think they do the research i think they just kind of go with their gut and they're relentless with it what do you, you know? think? Like women, women's uh, garments just have a tight seam in the middle, and they have no no breathing room or anything. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, the- that's okay. <laughs> that's how my Jamie Summers bionic woman action figure was. It was just uh, <laughs> it all came like that. <laughs> I learned my feel and having from my bionic woman doll from the seventies. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're oh. telling me that wasn't correct? Yeah, that wasn't canon. She's not a bionic man. She's a bionic woman. Oh, well, I don't Uh, know. I I don't know. I I just thought that was just like kind of disappointing. I I was like, what the fuck, dude? And like you said, you lose everybody in the end. You don't like. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, people are just going to shop there because they need stuff. And some people that aren't necessarily politically minded yeah just like the story i mean they'll do fine i'd imagine yeah they're fine anyway but i i think that's stupid that they like i think you make the problem worse when you fold and like basically you're like almost like admitting like you did something wrong yeah didn't do anything wrong right yeah. all right well speaking <laughs> of i mean florida book bands yeah that's that's been real disappointing. Like I said earlier, it's it's a small number of people banning books. Um, they're just taking them. They're getting rid of them left and right. Why do like, they have to cave for one person? I don't get that. That's the way they wrote the law: is that any one person can mandate that the books be taken off the shelf. 
Yeah, I so mean, is, it's, that, it's, is, that, uh, is that every book? Like, what if I want something removed? Like, yeah, Ronald well, you, Reagan autobiography or whatever. Right. Like, I think you have to you have to give a reason as to why you're requesting it be banned, and then it goes before a committee. But from what I understand, the committee is just rubber stamping these; otherwise, they're going to get fired. You know, um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I guess you could call and get any book banned. I mean. I mean, I guess you can call and get banned, and the ones that get banned are because the uh, psychopaths that are in power agree with that one asshole that banned. Right? Them. They're not. If I said we should get rid of the Ronald Reagan book because he was an adulterer, uh, yeah. or whatever, he's been he was divorced and didn't follow the Christian doctrine. Uh, he was. He was divorced. Like what? Two yeah. times before Nancy Reagan. I mean, like I think so. Yeah, so like I think that was actually a big deal. I remember when he was running, supposedly. It was, yeah. People yeah. people did not like it at the time. Um there oh, you'll do everything we tell you to do? Yeah. Right. You're yes, in. <laughs> All right, we love you. We'll never pick anyone uh more uh amoral than you. Mm. Trump comes along. <laughs> I I pay prostitutes. But I'll get rid of abortion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but, but yeah, my I'm a, I have a feeling if I live in Florida and I made that complaint, I just feel like my complaint might get passed up. Yeah, I think they're gonna remove the Ronald Reagan book. Just I I don't think they will. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I mean, I think that these are things where they'll have there'll always be some reason as to why that book can stay on the shelf. You know, I mean, there will always be some reason. Um, I don't know. I still like to check in on it, you know? Uh, well, I mean, like, the book ban thing is just scary, because again, it's like it falls under that list of things when it comes to fascism. It's like, you just, this is Nazi shit. It just is. Yeah. I have to, th I mean, not that I want it to pan out this way, but I have to think this will eventually backfire on them. You know? Um, if Ron DeSantis <laughs> becomes president or Trump becomes president again. Yeah, I think in the long term, though. I mean, like, but what, what, thirty years when we're living in ash and ash and well, kids, kids might vote. I mean, if kids are sick of not being kids able to get library vote. books, well, I'm just saying, like, at a larger level, like, it, and that could be true of any age group. But like, if kids voted at a significantly larger level in the next election, it'd be a, a crushing blue wave for sure. You know, yeah, but you just assume that all kids would vote blue there's enough not like, all but i'll bet you two-thirds of them would yeah you know, i mean you're right i i agree that there's there's plenty of chud kids this uh, i think it's also more right-wing propaganda out there that it's easy to fall prey to it and true. they get you you know they slip it in your milk is a good term where they use memes and stuff like that and you start laughing at it and then yeah it's like like today, my son sent me like a meme or whatever. I wrote him back and said, "That's right wing garbage that you just sent me." You don't realize it because you just think it, you just see the funny image of like, you know, it was like right. rat playing Rosa Parks. Like first yeah. glance, it's kind of funny, but yeah. I know I know the root of that. That's Nazi shit because yeah. it's right wingers uh, attacking Hollywood for constantly, you know, anytime there's even like you know like the little mermaid they'll they'll literally say 
Chris Pratt playing Rosa Parks <laughs> is the is, is the fair comparison right. to a fictional cartoon character being played by a person of color. That <laughs> this is a yeah. fictional cartoon character that does not exist and never existed in the real world is the same as if they had like a white person play. But the joke is they always had white people play. Yeah, like that's it's not even a, an apt analogy. Um, but this is how they get kids. It's these yeah. little jokes. It's little jokes. And promises of big payouts, you know. And then also, you know, you start like Ro- Rogan's a gateway to all right. People were saying that for years. Rogan was a gateway to right wing chuds. And I just think, and as information gets taken away, books are banned. Younger people, brains are going to be washed at yeah. a younger age. You know, it's like you live in Texas. They want to remove CRT or they yeah. are moving it. And even though there is no CRT. Right. That's the thing is that like elementary level schools. <laughs> it's hard to teach. It's hard to teach without some elements of CRT seeping in. You know, I mean, I guess but, you go out of your way to make it not about remove, race, but when you remove, you can't say the clan was evil or yeah, you have see, to I mean, that's... both sides of the civil war to a bunch of children the number of children that will do actual research or have parents that will give them the proper research and say you're being taught a bunch of garbage that number is very small and you get more chud kids <laughs> yeah then the kids are voting right when that's that's a reality yeah, that's I think why, that's why they're going after all these institutions. Mm, that's why the right has been going after colleges for decades, why they hate college because they see college, and, and it's the reason why they made college unaffordable because yeah. they saw a proletariat uh people going to school for nothing back in like I guess the 60s or whatever, and coming out somewhat not radicalized but more informed. Yeah. Of, like, our shitty history and they're like wait why are we paying for this why are we right. gonna fund this shit <laughs> get a it bunch makes... of fucking send in and get a bunch what's that guy's name like he was like the 60s clown he wore like an american flag shirt oh who was that he's like a famous activist you're not thinking of abby hoffman are you yeah okay yeah like yeah. we're just creating a bunch of abby hoffmans well, I don't think that's out of the question. I mean, like, I don't know if I would have turned out as liberal or progressive as I did if I hadn't grown up during the Reagan Thatcher years, you know. But a lot of elements still existed and schools still weren't as unaffordable sure. yet. You know, things were. I think what's going on now is just like a very gross fast forward to fascism by removing books quickly, by doing these things, by attacking any stores or any in any companies that will right. say they support LGBTQ or whatever. Like Matt Walsh like posted this thing like, I I look forward to June. It's gonna be like a lot of fun. Yeah, this is yeah. like a call for violence. Like it is. It's really it's, dangerous. It's like that psychopath who went to walmart and was throwing cans of beer at he was literally oh flinging beer at people cans yeah you know it's like the funny thing is like where's the where's your 
your um, Daniel Pennies when it comes to situations like that. And it's like, because most normal people, most normal good people don't right. want to get involved in a violent altercation. Right. Most people aren't in the subway with a concealed weapon and a raging boner for violence. You know, m- most people aren't. You go like to Walmart, that. you're not looking to get into a confrontation with someone. You're just, you're I'm just to looking get to get out of the Walmart. Yeah, that's really it. Walmart's that's designed my goal. to want to leave Walmart. I never went there and been like, oh, I could just stay here all day. This no. Target Target's generally a little does. Yeah. Like, and that's why it sucks when like they fold for yeah. shuds like that. It's like, go, go shop at Walmart, asshole. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's bad news. It won't stop. Um, well, speaking of... Well, go ahead. What? Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Daniel Penny. But we're not up to that yet. What are we... Yeah, oh, Transban and Tool. Tool. Yeah. So the St. Maynard from Tool, I guess they yes. performed. They played at Daytona recently, and he did it in full drag. And I guess... It, like full is drag. Illegal? Is it illegal what he's doing technically? In I Florida? think so, because it was technically a drag show at which children were in attendance. They could have been. I don't know. It's Tool. I don't know how many kids went to a Tool concert. But... Um, yeah, I don't, that's a good point because some of them are like 18 and up shows. But uh, regardless, yeah. I saw some asshole leave a comment and like, this isn't at some kid's school where they're doctrinating people. So this is right. Like, you're just making up the rules, buddy. You have no idea. Right. Well, the thing, it is kind of real weird because, like. I think it was great that he did that. Oh yeah, that was that was really really cool. Um, it is weird because you start to wonder, like, and I'm I. It sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but like, is Medea now against? Like, if you showed Medea to a child, would it be a crime? <laughs> I think it was always a crime. <laughs> would it be more of a crime? Oh, you mean like an actual crime versus yeah. a crime against <laughs> cinema? Right, like or a crime if, um, against. The art of cinema. If you had some like it hot, you know the the old show all those where, kids who love the movie some like it hot. Or well, I'm just saying, like fire. you might see like a revival Tootsie. of that at like an art house movie theater or something. Tootsie is contraband now. Tootsie, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, um, white chicks. buddies, white Bosom chicks, Bosom, yeah, white chicks during the Wayne's brothers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. I, I just, I mean, I think that that's true. Like, what what is the difference? You know, I mean. I, when you're dealing with jackasses like this, it's like you can't. <clears throat> they don't know the the rules they're making. Yeah. They're just like, right. so, they're just like nuts. They just want to attack certain groups. And then you tell them this and they're just like, oh, well, that one's fine. I grew up on that. Yeah. Movie. And it's like, well, no, technically, you know, it's like all those idiots who were like, who were against abortion and couldn't believe right. epitopic. I always say it wrong. Epitopic, is that it? Like, oh, uh, ectopic, yeah. Ectopic pregnancy would be considered an abortion. They're like, nah, what? And you're yeah. like, yeah, like this falls under that dumbass. Right. No, that, I just was talking to someone on Twitter the other day and they, they did the same thing. And it all comes back to, at the end, they're like, "Well, wouldn't it just be good if there were no abortions?" And I'm like, "What? Yeah, that's wouldn't that's it your be goal. good if the cheeseburgers fell out of the sky?" Yes, right. And we were all 
just sitting around the pool drinking those classic green ectopic coolers that High C came out with. Uh, <laughs> Slimer in the cover. Yep, Slimer in his ectopic. Technically, an abortion. <laughs> I thought that was weird that he said that. And yeah. I thought it was weird that the Ghostbusters franchise put out ectopic. Enjoy my ectopic coolers. coolers. From IC. <laughs> it was a weird. Yeah. yeah. Weird, but, but no longer legal. Why are we China? doing this? <laughs> <laughs> if you just remove, can we just call ectopic? <laughs> Ecto, like I always wanted to. No, ectopic pullers. There's a, <laughs> um, I am a clump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a clump that's outside of your womb and will asphyxiate you. Uh, <laughs> it's it Not is a- um it is something. I, I know that the I, I like to see Tool fight back. I know hamburger marries has brought a court case against uh, Ron DeSantis. So what is this place? I never even heard of that. Okay, Hamburger Mary's is, there was one in Portland when I lived there. And there, I think the original one, one was in um, San Francisco. Imagine, imagine like a TGI, a gay TGI Fridays. <clears throat> That's what it is. Okay. So when I went to, when I was in, uh, when I moved to Portland, um, a lot of the people I met said they used to hang out at Hamburger Mary's. And I I was pretty sheltered. I had never heard of like, I've heard of gay bars. I've heard of right. like drag shows. Well, yeah, I, you still police academy, right? Right. Yeah. Well, but I, I wasn't, it didn't dawn on me being as sheltered as I was that there would also be like gay restaurants, you know, or gay mechanics, you know, like, like that would cater to people like there probably are mechanics. like the one in the simpsons <laughs> well there probably are mechanics that were like a gay couple is like look i take my car here this guy's never been anything but good to me i'm going to tell other people in the community he's if you don't want to fucking your someone rolling their eyes at you you know go here so anyway hamburger mary's is that and they part of their shtick is they have drag shows on like sunday or whatever okay so after meatball ron passed the drag ban they lost they 20 percent of their revenue went out the door right so yeah. they said we're we are suffering economic harm because of this and the right the people on the right would be like good you don't care yeah right so are um, they suing they sued yeah they did good. they have a gofundme um I think the person's doing it Provo anyway. I'm not sure what the GoFundMe's for, but it's like, you know, to probably put more into the case. Yeah. Uh, but Hamburger Mary's is like, it's look, it's not like a legit chain or anything, but it's like, it is I mean, a chain. It's a business it's, that's being affected, personally attacked right. by this asshole. You know, like another, what's the deal with, like, there's this thing called the, with the LA Dodgers, and I saw the right-wing freaking yeah. ass, the this sisters is- of... I don't even know what this group is. It is a, it's a group. It's like basically guys in in drag. I figured. Pretend they're nuns and they <laughs> are. They're basically protesting the Catholic Church or whatever. Yeah. And they're doing it in drag or whatever. And the like a lot of like even like I'm doing air quotes here that you can't see. Even yeah. like a lot of moderate Catholics were enraged that. Uh, this group was allowed to come back and see the game or whatever. It's crazy. I mean, like they, I, and they can't see the irony of it. Like, okay, so 
this group is protesting the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church's response is they shouldn't be allowed to speak. They shouldn't be allowed to attend baseball games because they're trying to prevent us from speaking and attending. But it's just like so bizarre. Yeah. Um, but um, I had always thought, well, like the, the the bathroom ban in North Carolina from like 10 years ago. That's been not on... started at all. That was uh, like a little signal they sent to the right right after they But lost businesses it. held firm. You know, they did. They, in the they beginning, sent... they did. And now they're caving left and right. Because it's spreading like wildfire. Well, and it's getting more violent. And the right I think was getting the more violent. Yeah. If, if they were just like, well, I'm not going to buy Bud Light. Like, I don't think anybody would give a fuck. But now they're like on Twitter constantly bitching about it. And they're like showing up in grocery stores and throwing Bud Light cans up against the wall and stuff. I mean, like they've just become kind of a violent mob and nobody's doing anything about it. I mean, what is there to do about it? You arrest know? those motherfuckers. Well, yeah. That guy who's ta- who's bugging people at a target. Well, they said that in, in the video. They say we're we're gonna call the cops. And he's like, go ahead, dude. That's fine with me, brother. But he, he also said, said I've done this a thousand times, which means the cops aren't doing enough, you know. Yeah. Target should. This is real easy. If I went to Target tonight and urinated on the floor, <laughs> I, I would be I would be no trespassed in handcuffs with a police reading to me a, a pre-prepared You'd list. You'd probably also tell- be put on a fucking uh, yeah. sex sex predator list. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's a bad example. The, the- no, but it's true. You would be for pigs. Yeah. They, they count that as like... A- but if... um, But... I mean, like, I have to go throughout the neighborhood, introduce yourself, and just be like, Yeah, yeah, I peed in right. Target. Well, let's just say I went to Target and I stole 12 eggs. They would, <laughs> 11. They, I stole 11 eggs. <laughs> they would no trespass me. You know, I mean, I would get the cops would read. I me think they, there's some of the stores that said this dude's not allowed back in. Then, then Target should, then Target should be filing restraining orders like like not yeah. not even like a no trespass like no this no. guy is making content for his whatever social media he yeah. is bragging about this shit he's and honestly, bragging that he's doing this they should be going after any money he makes via that social media yeah you know you can't you can't profit from it's that son of sam law you can't profit from committing a crime they should go after any of his money you know, wasn't that, for, yeah, you're right. Like, wasn't that the whole thing with like Dahmer? Was people were just sending him gifts? Yeah, I think so this skirt that law. Uh, yeah, I, and the law itself is is like of questionable constitutionality, but that doesn't mean that Target still can't sue for damages. Yeah, you you are harming our business. Yeah, let this large corporation send this scrub a fucking yeah. cease and desist, basically, that will lead to a lawsuit. You apparently have plenty of free time, so maybe you can spend a little free time defending yourself in court. You know, I mean, (laughs) instead of harassing, you know, 17-year-old cashiers. So, oh, that lady was great, though. She was great. She was great. I love that. Yeah, I'm a Satanist. Yep. 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 That's right. Yep. Well, I think if you're ready, I always tell, like, I think if you're ready, you can come off in those situations pretty easy. I see a lot of like Karen videos on TikTok or whatever. 
and a good it used to be they used to be real obvious like oh this is a karen but a lot of them these days you wonder like like i see like these videos where like these dipshits in home depot will go up sneak behind a person like put a bucket over their head and yeah them. yeah those are just shitheads and then the guy loses his cool a little bit and they're like oh look at this freak he's lost his cool like Fuck yeah, he lost his cool. Yeah, if you know, you're... fucking bucket on my head, right? I'd be like, what the fuck? Fuck yeah, don't fucking rock you across the jaw. You know, what I mean, like <laughs> seriously, like this. Yeah, honestly. So, I mean, this, this whole trend in general, I think, is like super harmful. That shit's um, been going on for years. I would hear stories when I lived in New York of like, and this was even pre like real social media, just like the beginning stages of it. Happy and slaps, like kids who would literally go up to someone on the subway and beat the shit yeah. out of a person and videotape it. And there was like a whole bunch of those. And then there was a bunch where people would throw a milkshake at the cashier in a drive-thru. Yeah. And that was like, that was a while ago too. But like the <laughs> right. Have like these shitty jobs and you're just like, yeah, just like making it worse. Cause you're a dick. And that's what the, the right has done. You know, the right has done that. Like, you you never see videos of, like, leftists showing up at a Catholic church. Or, you know, I mean, you just no, don't see it. You don't. You know? That's the joke. It's like that little shit Andy Nago would make these, like, bullshit stories about these, like, evil leftists in Portland. And they were all bullshit. Yeah. All of them. Like, well, I think that that confluence of, like, online, like, being terminally online and like internet culture and social media and like weird right-wing outrage they've all combined to be like this really terrible thing and bud light and target and they, they're all just capitulating to it and that's not helping anyone so no. i don't know i mean i don't know what target expects out of this you know i mean they're probably just hoping the whole thing just blows over but i just think it's really weak on their part yeah so just be like well they they didn't say they were. They said they were just gonna figure something out and like how do we do it. But I think the reality is they're just gonna like put all the stuff away. But it's like so you're gonna put away millions of dollars in merchandise because some dipshit with some stupid facial hair in Arizona is harassing a bunch of stores. I mean, it's not just Arizona; it's in a lot of other states. It's happening. Well, but like I would, yeah, like you said, if you invested, if you bought merchandise from vendors and you plan this stuff out and you spent millions of dollars in marketing and all that. I would go after these jackasses. And if you have the money to invest in that and everything, you have the money for lawyers to go after these fucking idiots yeah. going to your store. And honestly, like, there's an easy way around this with Target. They should look at the sales of their Pride merchandise and compare it to their sales of, like, I don't know, Bob the Builder merchandise or any other kind of merchandise. Bob the Builder and... is the only, <laughs> the only thing we can compare things to. We can do it. To the Bob the Builder merchandise well they should compare it to something in that ballpark and say like look we're either making money on this and that indicates people like it and we're going to keep selling it because we were not in the business to lose right. money they're or they a could capitalist yeah a fucking business or they say um hey look you know we looked at the numbers and these we aren't moving a lot of these and maybe we we're going to get rid of them not because we don't support gay rights or anything, but like people just aren't buying them. Even gay people aren't buying them that much. So uh, they could have easily 
weasel their way out of this. They didn't yeah. have to. Well, they're to... removing it before the month even starts. That's the yeah. fucked up part. Well, that's that that's the thing. It's like all this shit's brewing, and it's not even June yet because June is Pride yeah. Month. And oh, my favorite was I saw some chud uh, when Matt Walsh said something, and some guy, and I love it. It's like because these racists are all over fucking Twitter now. This guy goes, "Yeah, I hate." I hate having to go to stores and seeing the price stuff and the Juneteenth stuff, dude. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's You're homophobic they... and racist. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, these people aren't like single issue terrible people. Well, like, you know, like, the like... Juneteenth thing. I'm like, you got to be a special kind of racist to not like the Juneteenth thing. Because yeah. what is Juneteenth again? It's about the end it... of slavery. It, yeah, it's it's the day people in Texas heard like about the emanci- yeah about the Emancipation Proclamation. So like uh, it's like uh, Mr. Mind from Shazam was the right. <laughs> that's what he was. That's what he needed to go do. It took him. To- <laughs> yeah, he, like I'll be back in a couple of years. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm curious to see where it goes as as I always am. Um, but. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it, to me, at the end of the day, Target just missed an easy out here by saying, "Look, we sell a lot of them, so clearly someone wants them. Back off, uh, and then they can just keep making money off an issue, which is cynical, but sure." Yeah. Or they can say, "Like, hey, you know, um, everyone's pissed off about these, so we looked at the numbers, and we're not selling that many of them. We're gonna we're gonna make them available in our online catalog." Yep. There, you know, and that would have that would have been real shitty, but like at least then you're you're couching it in business terms. So anyway, all right, we got two Maybe two items people left. People shouldn't let their uh their fucking uh what do you call it? I don't know, whatever uh be decided by corporations. Yeah, well, there's that too. There's that too. All right, well, so we speaking, got okay, go ahead. What oh I was gonna say we got Daniel Perry and Danny. then uh Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Penny, Daniel Penny, um, which I found out he is, he's not racist, Rob. I don't know if you, um, <laughs> he's going to Africa or was going to go to Africa. He, he said before he murdered that, the black homeless man on the subway in New York, yep. that he planned on in the next couple of weeks going to Africa. Right. Which is the land of black people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, he the said that he was specifically going to Johannesburg and other very specific spots in yes. South Africa. Which... Right, right. He was going to go to, and this was right after he got done with the French pavilion. He was going to go down to the Africa pavilion in Epcot. And that's where he was going to do most of his, his, uh, what a jackass. His, his, like, yeah. what a, you get a, like that. What a weird thing to say. Like, how is yeah. this going to help your case? Yeah. I don't know with him. Like, I don't look, I don't know much about Daniel Penny. I, I think (laughs) his best bet there would be to say, look, I am just a killer. I'm not a racist killer. You know I mean? (laughs) Like you, you may, you may quibble with my murder, but, uh, but I did it out of pure bloodlust. Out of love. Right, uh, you know, regardless of of race, because like that's possible. He could just be like a raging roid dude, you know, that would have just killed anyone. Um, 
Yeah, I would permanently kill people. Yeah, you know, I'd be like, that that is a possibility. He could be like, you know, real big. He's always visiting these places too. Like he accidentally kills like an Asian guy. He's like, oh, I was gonna go to Chinatown and my next stop, but I killed this guy. I think a lot. It's weird. Like, sir, he was Korean. When you when you get committed, when you get accused of committing a crime, you got to get a lawyer, right? And you got to do what the lawyer says. And I know that's true. I think a lot of times these lawyers kind of like give bad. I think advice. he's got a shitty lawyer though. Like I think he's got like one of those like MAGA lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> like the lawyers that like that scumbag that shot up that gay club in in Colorado. Yeah, was it was it last year or early this year? Jeez, that was last year. The fucking like lawyer worked with the guy and released like, oh yeah, he's non-binary, and it's like right, yeah. it's completely fucking not true at all. Right. And it was just like a like just to add fucking like salt on the wound, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just a you know throw mud at the wall or yeah, let's throw let's troll people now. Oh, like, what a weird tactic from a lawyer to def- who's trying to defend a murderer. Yeah. Like it just seems like, oh, let's troll people, right? Um, I don't know. I don't really. I don't think that that was the only big thing I saw about that Daniel Penny thing. This is like about Africa. <laughs> like, so wow, that went over the hearts and minds of people. Right. If you're a murderer, <laughs> mm. he might not be racist. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's. A... He did murder the guy, though. Yeah. Now we're just trying okay. to figure out if he's a. I'm not racist. I was going to have Indian food. Let I'm just a murderer. Money. I'm just a regular murderer. Yeah, just... Just a, we're just innocent murderers. We're just, we're just innocent murderers. <laughs> we're just innocent, yeah. So, so, like, and that woman just like, oh, it's so good. Shit. <laughs> so good. So um, all right. So the last item we have here is um, Lauren Bobert. Bobert? Bobert has Bobert or Bobert? Uh, Bobert. Yeah, it's Bobert. I'm has not her name fancy by saying Bobert. It's Bobert. 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 Um, Bo- my name Bobert. She has. Bobert. She has a a new boyfriend who looks kind of like if you Ramen ran. It looks like if you ran like David Coverdale through the washing machine a whole bunch. Like, He's some like Christian singer or something, and uh, I guess she's been like fucking him or something. Yeah, in his company. Um, I don't. Yeah, I have no. Look, I have no idea if any of those rumors are true or not. I know there's a lot of pictures of her with um, that guy, and I also know that um, she's a terrible person. So she uh, like, she put out some. There was a video that went out of her recently where I guess I don't know what was going on in Congress and she was talking about like it was about making like birth control pills, you know, just any type of stuff more available, you know. Yeah. A lot of things that make yeah, you don't like abortions. Well, let's we can do that with contraceptives. Right. These nut jobs usually don't want that because it's about control. They want you to yeah, they want control and they don't want people to have any satisfaction whatsoever in any way. Right. So uh, every, so that's why they got rid of ectopic coolers. <laughs> the delicious citrus flavor, <laughs> the, the slimers on the cover. <laughs> right. Yes. Like I don't even get this. Why? 
<laughs> am I here? Why I am need, I here? I'm going to fire my that's agent. what he is, the ghost of a yeah, a unviable clump. <laughs> right, that actually makes a lot of sense. So. Uh, <laughs> the lovable Slimer from the Ghostbusters. Yeah. So <laughs> she says this bullshit story talking about how she couldn't afford uh birth control pills so she right. just called the kid instead i'm just like thinking i'm like i would imagine birth control pills in any situation would be way more affordable than having a child you could yeah what besides the first the month of financial diapers. yeah first year in diapers or right uh the financial uh nightmare that's involved with having a kid and yeah. even the emotional investment unless you're a time off work and yeah. yeah like everything time off psychological this postpartum yep. depression people have there's all kinds of factors involved when having a kid sometimes you don't have a a, a spouse that supports you there's right lots of factors and this yes. dumb twit saying that like like as if that's a normal thing yeah like we can't all be successful grifters like right one bobert yeah um I don't know. I just couldn't. I was like, listen, and I was like, my God, this is so dumb. Yeah. It is. It is. And, and she'll say anything because she doesn't want to make contraceptives more affordable because she's no. a corporate lobby, really is just a corporate lobbyist and not really a politician. It is. It is really crazy. Um, like that she would say that and that her aides would let her say that. You know that. Oh, that you, it's think cheaper to... you think she has good AIDS? <laughs> like, no, like, you know what I mean. Like, Green's AIDS. I would like, imagine blacked like, out capuchin like, monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I look. I'll bet you she had terrible people with her when she was running. But once she won, I gotta think like you know that the the Republican Party was would be like okay, we're assigning someone to your office. We're gonna oh pay God, for them. Fucking hate her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's always like calling the hotline because she can't remember where she parked her car and shit. And, you know, she's like locking her keys. She doesn't know when to stop paying. (laughs) She's locking her keys in her office constantly. She forgot how to breathe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. She, she's, she's confident that that an AOC operative came in and switched her shoes. So the left one is now the right one. And the right one is now the left one. She (laughs) constantly wipes herself before pooping. Right. She doesn't wipe herself after it. Yeah. She, her, the, the, the hotline, the, the GOP hotline has got to be just like replete with tales of the calls she's made, you know? (laughs) I, I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't. She's just saying some bullshit because she's an anti choice, anti, uh, yeah. you know, prophylactics, anti birth control. She does, she's a, she's a fucking bullshit, fake religious chud. Yeah. And you're supposed to have kids. You have, and it's the same shit with Sarah Palin. It's like Sarah Palin. She is like a little mini Sarah Palin anyway. Yeah, a lot. That, that's real true. She is. She's like, she can't. It's like she came, you know, Sarah Palin wiping herself before she pooped out Lauren Boebert. I imagine Sarah Palin does the same thing, too, where she yeah. wipes and then poops afterwards. Right. 
Yeah. Tom Cowan and Lauren Bobert have really bad rashes on their butt. Well, they both have like the, the same, you know, now that you're saying this, they both got elected or got famous and then got divorced and they yeah. had kids and their kids had kids out of wedlock. Yeah. And I mean, like, they're basically like carbon copies. They're both dumb as fuck. You know, I mean, like, well, both Sarah the googly, googly eyed gremlin of their state. <laughs> dumb as fuck i i will say this though sarah pound uh, lauren bobert ain't getting a reality show because she loses office that's true yeah sarah palin was like sarah palin had enough relatability in her so that when i saw sarah palin i was like i probably know people like this this woman i'm a hockey mom too yeah right but like i don't know anybody like lauren bobert that's like done like soft porn and then also owned a fake hooters for money right (laughs) i don't know anyone like that that like had a shit on twitter 20 hours a day gay people food poisoning right yeah you know Sarah Palin uh, ran for president was high profile and literally became an SNL character yeah yeah there was a lot it was weird like that was one of those hyper reality moments where like Tina Fey's portrayal of Sarah Palin was more authentic than Sarah Palin like like Tina Fey was more Sarah Palin that made her fucking career I mean she left SNL at that point she was already gone and yeah. she went on to like I think she was doing like maybe started doing 30 Rock or was working on it but she ended up getting so much work because oh it. yeah got, like movies that she yep. was in tons of movies because of that like voiceover work like Sarah Palin was probably the best thing that, like she'll claim oh yeah thing, but it was probably the best thing that happened to her for sure so I remember well. that and it's funny when you look at her and you look at Sarah Palin you realize like they don't look anything alike actually Sarah Palin's no. like very strong jaw Sarah, you know Tina Fey's actually pleasant looking yeah right <laughs> like Sarah <laughs> Tina Fey's articulate yeah she well, wipes after pooping right. <laughs> doesn't panic when she puts the wrong shoe on the wrong foot doesn't... that AOC she switched my feet <laughs> Yeah. Well, I yeah, it is it is weird. I I I never thought I'd say this, but Sarah Palin is a it was a better package than uh Lauren Bobert. I think because uh, the reality is that Sarah Palin, like she literally left office halfway through. So she yeah. she lost, you know, her and McCain lost, and then like no joke, like six months later decided I don't want to be governor anymore. She literally left in the middle of her term. Yeah. You know, she what else finished one term as governor? What else might have been it is that um Sarah Palin, even though look, I Sarah Palin wanted to be famous, I'm sure, but it felt like Sarah Palin was just plucked out of nowhere and instantly made famous. So you could kind of feel like a little empathy for her, like, oh well, she just didn't, she wasn't ready for the big big lease yet. And they pushed her they out. They basically there. made a monster. Yeah. But with Bobert, Bobert's like would literally claw over the dead bodies of her own children to get to a TV camera. I mean, she yeah. she really wants to be famous. She's the she's the byproduct of Sarah. Yeah, 
Right. She looked at Sarah Palin and said that that's a business plan. Foamy excrement. Right. (laughs) Unwiped ass of Sarah Palin. Yes. Yeah. So. (laughs) Um. Yeah, there was a decent movie. There was like an okay movie from HBO that came out. And what's her name? Moore. Oh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore played her in a movie, and it was about like the basically the end of like because you know when she got picked as VP and she just like just becomes like psychotic in the end. Yeah, it's this huge ego, but she 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 tried to get back into politics and she failed. Remember, she was trying to run for yeah, she lost in a. Thank uh, God, Alaska was like no, wow, we're gonna actually elect this like. And she was very elected a Native American woman. Yeah, yeah, this very progressive Native American woman who's the congresswoman. I thought that was great. Well, and honestly, the to, to her credit, I mean, I wish the Native American, I forget her name, I wish she had been more like vocally progressive, but she knew her assignment. She's like, look, I, I got a X number of things I'm gonna do for this district. I'll go along with votes on judges, I'll you know do the legwork and everything, but like I'm gonna focus on like salmon restoration or you know Moose ba- bear proofing our circle world. k's yeah right <laughs> so all right all right and well that's that fan base of northern exposure that's been deprived yes. for three decades what a great show that was a great show yeah Ooh. all right <laughs> all right well there's really nothing else to be said i i did read another tweet uh that someone was saying mm. about the uh we'll close this out in a second about Back to the Ronda Santos thing. Yeah, yeah. How bizarre your video package to introduce you literally has Elon Musk in most of it. Yeah. Like that's, who, who advised him on that's that? That's the that's the key error. Like, what a bizarre like. And it and it, and the funny thing is, if you see the images, Elon looks like the one with the personality. Yeah. He looks like the fun one. Mm. So stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, Please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you. Have a great day.